I want so badly to perform this song at my gigs. Like so bad. I love this song. Depends on where you do it, I guess. Yeah. Like, I love this song. It is so such a good song. So inspirational. Makes me wanna fly. Maybe we can. Maybe the good thing about this, not only you can still vibe to it, but also like if someone calls you out for yeah. doing it at a gig, you're like, no. William Hung did. I yeah. believe I can I'm fly. doing with William Hung's. I believe I can fly. <laughs> yeah. Did you not hear the blatant Chinese accent? I was doing the entire performance. <laughs> All right, maybe don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you somehow made R. Kelly worse. <laughs> you cannot play here. Now, do you think they had to get each one of these songs, like, signed off by the company? You know what I mean? Like, did they have to contact? I don't really know how that works, though. But definitely, right? I would imagine so. He didn't just do it for free. Well, unless he... Unless all these... Like the label. Same label. Maybe all these songs were on that label. Yeah. Which, hmm. Elton John and R. Kelly are label mates? I think so, dude. What else have they done? That's a good question. Label mates, roommates, fucking... Well, we got YMCA. <laughs> like, was he sitting in the studio room when they were mixing it and it was like, that's the take. Maybe. That's the take. <laughs> <laughs> One take, Willie, here. <laughs> Live from the studio, I'm Jimmy Seleski. I'm Eric Glazer. And you were listening to the sweet stylings of William Hung, who will come up later in this episode. You'll mm-hmm. find out why. You'll see why. Looking back, you know, it, it's, it's not until you see something from that era which i guess that would have been the early 2000s right mm. when you realize that was like season one or two of american idol yeah it was yeah and that might have been the thing that really i mean while we're talking about william hung that was like the first i don't want to say the first but that was like a meme at the time mm-hmm. you know and like so many people were talking about american idol because of him that i almost feel like he was a major Part I don't of know. I think just a lot of people were watching American Idol back then too. True, that, those were like big shows. True, but such a big thing. I think what happened, what where other. Uh, I think it did turn into like a viral thing, but I think it started just because so many people saw it on American Idol. And we're like, holy shit! Well, that's the thing that American Idol did. Sky rocks right was, and I don't know. I haven't watched too many shows like The Voice and stuff like that lately, but I think that. Something that American Idol did different than a lot of those other shows was they included the shitty, terrible singers, and like so much of the yeah, enter- that was part of the show. Yeah, that was like so much of the like the dude. The later half of every season, when it was down to like the good singers, it was like 
Boring. Like, yeah. oh, let me guess. This guy's going to sing it well. Who gives a <laughs> fuck, dude? You see people sing well all the time. You know, it's like when you go in, you see some like dude and he starts fucking going crazy. Like William Hong was one of the many, but there were so many people. That was the first when the season opener every season of American Idol, when they were just in the audition phases, hmm. that was the best part of the show. Yeah. And I don't know if The Voice does that. I don't know if, like, America's Got Talent ever did it. By the time they get to, like, you know, like, on The Voice, the worst singer you'll see is, like, a guy who's, like, slightly not that great. Mm-hmm. And then all the judges just don't turn their chair around, you know? Yeah, yeah. But American Idol, I mean, I don't, do they still do American Idol? I'm not sure. Well, the weird thing now, too, is, like, everything is just, like, all about celebrities. So, like, Mass Singer and, like, those kind of shows, it's like, oh, there's not even... There aren't any bad singers anymore. It's just all good singers. Yeah, nobody sucks at singing anymore, dude. Yeah. And looking back, I was I was the point I was getting at is you can totally see like how different the times are now because I don't think there's any fucking way in hell that uh, America would allow ourselves to find that so hilarious these days. Cuz it is kind of, like as I was listening, not just because of the Chinese thing, but because mainly I mean it's kind of like very exploitative you know when you yeah it is like, you know like it is but also like i think i think he did pretty well for himself like i think it a negative turned into a positive for him mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm. and i don't think it was ever like um like oh my god he sucks so bad like we gotta fucking hate this guy mm-hmm. it was all pretty like laughing with you hopefully. yes yes do you see do you see us laughing with him if this happened yesterday or do you think it's mm-hmm. a little too I don't even know if that would have made it to the final episode. I feel like someone at Fox would have been like, no, 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 nip that in the bud. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to be on Twitter all night fucking yeah, deleting that's what I'm comments. Saying. We wouldn't even see something like that, which is like, you know, how, where would we be? Where would we be without stuff like that? That's cultural. That's a cultural. Well, as soon as you said William Hung, you know, I, I admittedly thought of another Chinese thought guy. Of another Chinese guy. <laughs> but once I whittled it down <laughs> to the right one, I was like, yes, that's the guy. And I instantly was doing this. She bang, she bang. But uh, yeah, classic stuff. He will come back up in this episode, folks. Mm-hmm. You'll see why. But I, mean, uh, I might as well explain it soon so people aren't like weirded out. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's our guest. <laughs> he's our guest. Willie! Um, my birthday was recently. Yeah, dude, we haven't done a... First of all, let me just start. We haven't done a podcast in like two and a half weeks. I know, there's been a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, it's been, you know, my birthday was, our birthdays are within one month of each other, exactly Mm -hmm. a month apart, and it's just like, you know, between that stuff and you're going back and forth to Florida, August, September is a busy month for us. Hopefully we can be back on a regular schedule, but uh, sorry if you were sitting by your phone waiting for that next episode to pop out. We're back. We're back and better than ever. But yes, your uh, birthday was uh, Sunday. Yeah, my birthday was, actually it was Monday. Um... My birthday was Monday, and oh, yes. uh, went to dinner with the family. Where'd you go? Uh, Conrad's. It's like a crab place yeah, yeah. in like Middle River or some nice. shit. Mm-hmm. But it's really good crabs, and it was really good. Um, but earlier in the day, my brother like couldn't wait to give me some of my presents, and two of the presents were cameos. Oh, gosh. first one being, let's uh. Pull it up over there. I'm pulling up. Which one am I pulling up? No, on the podcast. Hell yeah. That's William Hung. That's William Hung, baby. Oh, wow. 
that coming through? 29th. Here we go. Hey, Eric. This is William Hung, and I want to wish you a happy 29th birthday. I heard you're a comedian in Baltimore, and you have a podcast called Live from the Studio with Jimmy and Eric. I would love to come on your podcast sometime. So here is a song for you. And just do it! Be what you want to be. Do what you want to do. Be true yourself. And just do it! Be what you want to be. Do what you want to do. Because it's all up to you. It's a dewey. Oh, I love that. Oh, my God. Hell yeah, right? That's so cool. I heard that, and I was like... We got to make some like intro bumper and then just have him be the guy that says live from the studio with Jimmy and Eric. <laughs> Holy shit. That'd be so cool. Dude, Alex is super. Th- I would have never thought of something like that. That is amazing. That is amazing. Yeah, it was so funny. Thank you, Oz Glazer, Eric's brother. And thank you, William Hung. Yeah, thanks for the shout out. Jesus. Um, We got another one from Lori Beth Dinberg from All That. But and, it is a little long, so I don't know if I want to play that. Well, should we play Should we play a clip from YouTube just so people can put it in context of who she is? Can you pull, pull up a YouTube clip of her doing vital information? Uh, if anybody yeah. remembers the... Um, you can do it from your phone if you want. Yeah, or, yeah. Um, anybody's wondering who we're talking about? Because I didn't know her at first either. Anybody who's our age, aka millennials, remembers 90s, all that, which was peak all that. I don't even... I, I, I think they still do all that. I don't know. But uh, so many memorable sketches from there. But the one was called Vital Information, where it was, I guess it was like their version of, uh, I want to say it was almost like Weekend Update, but it wasn't news. It was just like this chick like saying weird stuff. When he pulls it up, you'll see what I'm talking about. Laurie Beth Denberg. Floating. Was that an original song, you think? Oh, here we go. Monkey see, monkey do. Monkey no see, monkey step in do. Vital information was one of the more sarcastic bits in the show. The- I thought this was, I picked the wrong video to do, I guess. You picked the, all, the, the vital information documentary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what you need to know. What they never told you about <laughs> vital information. Danny Tamborelli is another classic guy, dude. Holy shit. Here, this should be better. And now, Lori Beth Denberg with more vital information for your everyday life. If it's the 4th of July and Santa comes down your chimney, run like the wind! That ain't Santa! This is no way to treat the world. That's a good joke. You can hug your mother. You can ride a bike, but you cannot teach a chicken pot pie to speak Spanish. Putting a mouse in your pants is weird. Building a tiny gymnasium in your pants for the mouse to work out in is downright peculiar. <laughs> it's right. not okay to eat breakfast cereal out of your underpants. It's not nice to push your friend Billy off the roof and then yell, Look, neighbors, it's raining Billy! <laughs> Yankee Doodle went to town riding on a pony. Stuck a feather in his hat and later realized he'd ruined a perfectly good hat. So you get the idea. Yeah. And, the, you know, the thing to remember, Kinda she never... Kind of like a kid's weekend update. She never told a lie. Everything she said was true. All facts. Facts. Laurie, facts, no facts. Printer. Dinberg. Facts, Dinberg. Um, 
but I guess I can play a little bit of it. Eric, it's Lori Beth. Hello. So listen, I want to wish you the happiest birthday in the universe. Okay, anyone else that I wish a happy birthday to, I mean it less than I mean it for you. Stop there. <laughs> <laughs> what did she say in the later video? You've been very evasive of the rest of this video. Did she ask you out? What the fuck happened here? No, no, no. It's just, um, it's like, it's more like, uh, I don't know. I think my brother like wrote a script that he wanted her to say, but she kind of interpreted it as like this, you know, play off of this and it ended up being kind of long. So I just don't want to play the whole thing. Well, I'm reading her Wikipedia page currently mm -hmm. and uh, she was born in 76, mm. um, which means that she was not a kid. No, not at all. On all that. She was, bless you, she Thank you. was at least, I mean... Cause all, what was that, like, late 90s? Yeah, mid to late 90s. So she was, like, in college at that time. Okay. Because I remember looking at that video, I was like, sense. she is not a 13-year-old. Yeah, I feel like yeah, everybody else yeah. on there was 13. Yeah, a lot of people, like, you know, Kenan Thompson was young. Amanda Bynes, obviously, was very young. Um... Yeah, most of them were kids. Keenan Thompson, now that I'm thinking about it, because now that we're going down this rabbit hole of, of all that stars, truly the only, like, like people talk about, like, Disney stars and how, like, they kind of, like, come up and they never want it. But, like, Disney has a very good uh, crossover rate, I feel like. If you factor in, like, um, Ariana Grande, mm -hmm. Justin Timberlake. Yeah, Britney Spears. Britney Spears. But, like, Nickelodeon <laughs> really doesn't, I mean... It was almost like a dead end for them. Wait. No, wasn't Ariana Grande on Nickelodeon? Was she? Yeah, I think so. Oh, shit, she was. All right. Well, I only provided two examples for Disney, so now <laughs> Nickelodeon's winning. Yeah, but Nick, I think Disney has, like, what, Selena Gomez and... Uh, Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato. Who has the exact same birthday as me. Year, No, it's day, crazy. Disney stars... And name. They make the transition, but ultimately, Lindsay Lohan... Uh, they all kind of are fucked up, but yeah. Nick stars Keenan Thompson. We're talking uh, Laurie Beth Denberg. <laughs> We're talking. She was in an episode of Workaholics, and then uh, oh, okay, obviously Ariana Grande. Yeah, and she's, she's not fucked up though. You know, at all. You know, she's I mean, kind of she like, might be fucked. She up. might be Who fucked knows? up. She might be fucked up. But like, yeah, that is true. That is true. I think there is just something, you know, we've talked about it before, but the, when you're when you're that famous, that young, I think it's kind of like, um, you know, when they say like a, a child is like sexually abused at a, as a kid, that like it freezes them in an age or something like that. You ever heard people say that? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I've never, I've, I've heard that. I never quite understood what they mean, but I do understand what it means in the context of getting famous. Because when you're that famous at that young of an age, it never really forces you to like improve. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. If you come at the world and the world loves you as your 14 year old self, you know, I think the reason why most people mature is because the world doesn't love you as your 14 year old self. Mm -hmm. Like, I had to bomb so many jokes, get told I suck so many times improve myself in so many ways to become a 29 year old that some people like <laughs> you know yeah. just to get there yeah you know but most people it's like i would imagine when you're famous it's like 
that's what you're known as. And then when you stop being that person, people like you less. They're like, you're not, you know. And that's why, you know, when we talk about the Drake Bell thing, it's like with him, his whole thing. I think that when you're that age, it's like in his mind, there must be something that just like you stay there. You know what I mean? Like you're you're that teen heartthrob for the rest of your life. And then what happens when you're not anymore? Which is why I would say that guys like Keenan Thompson, Keenan Thompson was never a heartthrob. Mm-hmm. He was just a funny guy. You can be funny at any age, but you can only be hot at a certain age. You can only be a hot kid at a very certain age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think like female actors, you know, obviously they have it a little worse than men because like they're kind of like on a ticking time clock for once they turn a certain age or mm-hmm. like get their first crow's feet or whatever. Yeah. But man, kid actors have it even worse yeah yeah and i think about it kid actors definitely have it worse dude and you know who has it maybe even worse than them baby baby actors (laughs) baby actors really good for a year or two i think i was gonna toss them out get (laughs) a new baby yeah we need another baby dude (laughs) i was supposed to put this 11 year old boy on a baby food bottle dude (laughs) no but like i remember like i think about that stuff as a parent not i am not a parent Mm-hmm. But as a parent in my hypothetical mind, when I'm thinking about being a parent, I think about, would I let my kid be a Gerber baby? Mm. You know what I mean? Because I don't I want... Like that's kind of easy, though, because they just took one picture of that baby, and that's it. Yeah, but don't they use diff- different babies all the time? Maybe. I don't know. Like, there was the original Gerber baby. I don't really shop for Gerber stuff. Me neither, dude. I don't <laughs> think I will. I don't think I will. I feel like I might get baby food, but like... I'm gonna have a hard time giving my baby stuff that I wouldn't eat. You know what I mean? Yeah, like when I get look, him fucking Nepal house, Towson, you yeah, get him Towson Towson Vest. <laughs> I mean, can't you do that? Can't you just give them that stuff and you then gotta blend make them a sandwich and then take the top piece of the bread off? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm gonna have such a hard time doing stuff like that. Even like you know how like sometimes like you'll see like a mom feeding her a baby and mm-hmm. then she'll like give him the spoon and the baby won't want it. And then <laughs> I like sh- looked over as if there was a baby there. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then like you look over, you give him the spoon and then the baby's like, <clears throat> and he doesn't want to eat it. So you take it back and mm-hmm. the mom will go like, mm-hmm, and she'll eat it and it's good. Sometimes you fake eat it, mm-hmm. you know, which is what I see myself doing. But I'd like to think, I'd like to give my baby more credit than that. I, I would hope that when my baby sees me fake eating it, that like even though they can't communicate, they look at me and be like, dude, I'm not eating this still. I yeah. saw you not eat that. They're dumb as shit. They How dumb do you think I am? They don't know better. Yeah, they don't know better. I just don't want to, I just don't, I don't know. I, it's just like the stuff that they put in baby food, just the combinations don't sound good. It's like pumpkin and pork. I'm like, why? Yeah, it's like peas and beets. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Gross, dude. Yeah. And I, I guess like aside from like, aside from breast milk, um, which, you know, I will allow my baby to have. Don't um, give my kid chocolate milk. Chocolate milk. Yeah. Chocolate breast Get milk. Get him started at a young age. <laughs> I mean, that's, uh, I think breast milk is obviously crucial. That's just not me saying that. That's, that's God. But um, after that, I, I don't really know, is there a problem if you just make food and then blend it up and give it to him? Because that's got to be what people did before baby food. Like, <laughs> Yeah, probably. In medieval- but like, what are you going to give them? Like, whatever I'm eating. Blended up steak and potatoes. I'm going to ask for one present when I have a baby, and it's going to be a blender. (laughs) It's going to be a blender. Every meal I eat, dude. Every meal I eat. Just fucking, why not, though? But what are you going to give the baby? What what was the last thing you made yourself? 
This morning I made myself scrambled eggs, a piece of toast, some Greek yogurt, and a couple handfuls of honey bunches of oats. Now you can't tell me I can't throw all those <laughs> things in a blender. What was the last like dinner you made? Uh, last night I made myself a hamburger patty with a slice of yellow pepper, a slice of onion, mayo, cheese, um, a cup of Greek yogurt, <laughs> and a handful of honey bunches of oats. <laughs> and you can't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell me bro that that like i don't see a reason why not babies are just like us but they can't chew you know first of all baby can eat scrambled eggs i feel like <laughs> i feel like you think babies are like dogs <laughs> i actually am more consciously aware of like when like my friend lucas came over with his dog mm -hmm. and he gave her like a whole slice of pizza and i was like oh fuck yeah i'm like i don't i don't know how people know what their dogs can eat the only thing i know dogs can eat is chocolate chocolate and grapes yeah which i did see a weird thing on instagram today which was um it was like a i forgot what it was but it was um it was at a vet and it was called Goodbye Kisses. And basically at this vet in the euthanasia thing, they have a jar of Hershey Kisses. So before they put their, your dog to sleep, they'll give them a piece of chocolate because they say no dog should go to heaven without tasting chocolate. It's kind of morbid. What the but fuck? also, I guess, kind of sweet, maybe? I guess. Very depressing. It's also like... Can yeah, babies, babies can have chocolate. I know dog... I know their chocolate is poisonous to them, but wouldn't that, would that mean that... It tastes bad to them. I don't know. No, I think I think dogs' problem is that they love chocolate, dude. Mm. Like stuff tastes good to us. It's poisonous to us. Like alcohol, even though alcohol doesn't taste good to us. Yeah. You know, alcohol definitely. If I was like, you know, amnesia, but stranded on an island trying to figure it out, but no, and I found am just amnesia. Nothing. You yeah, know nothing because because. <laughs> For the scenario to work, I would have to find alcohol and not know what it is. Okay. So, all right, yeah. Other stuff washed up on the beach. I'm talking bottles of water, bottles of booze. Okay. Bottle, everything. Everything mm -hmm. I need to survive. So I start going through shit. I start testing shit out. I drink the water. I'm like, all right, this shit, this, this is great. This water, I was thirsty, yeah. whatever yeah. that word means. Mm -hmm. <laughs> find the bottle of booze. I'm like, oh, great, more of that other water stuff. And I start drinking it, uh -huh. and it's the alcohol taste. I'm throwing that shit in the ocean. But that's what you think, because then you also have to factor in that there was a time, or maybe I'd use it to look for wounds or something. Dude, you'd use it to get drunk, because animals use that shit to get drunk, and human beings, before we discovered what alcohol was and what it was doing, mm -hmm. we use it to get drunk. We would find True. like rotten fruit that fermented because that's how it's made, I guess. Mm -hmm. And we would just eat it and be like, yo, did you ever notice like that regular grape is good, but that rotten grape <laughs> is fun. It's terrible, <laughs> but you you're, feel kind of weird. Yeah, you're not going <laughs> to like it now, but like in about 15 minutes, you're going to be walking around like taking pictures of your feet and shit, dude. Doing wine shit. <laughs> <laughs> And you got to believe that, like, you know, if you some for some reason forgot everything, which is a a stretch of a scenario, to say yeah. the least. It's a stretch. But 
I think I was trying to put it in a way where it's like, all right, if I never knew what alcohol was and I mm-hmm. t- like I took a sip of it, I don't think I'd be like, oh, that was great. I want to have more. I would say for the first two days of being mm-hmm. stranded on a, an island that uh, getting drunk would not be a priority yeah. at all. But if I found myself lucky enough, and this is back to just being stranded on an island with no amnesia. So I remember everything that happened. I know why I'm there. <laughs> I know what being thirsty well, is. They're on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> and I know what booze is. Let's say, you know, plane crashes middle of the ocean and like all the booze that they had on the cargo just washes up on shore along with like a bunch of clean drinking water. Mm -hmm. I'm drinking the water for like the first couple days while I figure out how to distill clean drinking water from the ocean, Mm -hmm. which I think I could do within six hours. Interesting. Six hours easy, dude. You do the old Boy Scout trick, dude. You know it. You fucking, you get a, you get a cup of the salt water or the dirty water. You put a, a plastic tarp over top of it, mm-hmm. and then you take a, a, another cup, and then you put a rock over that cup so as the sun evaporates it, the clean water comes up, boom, 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 drips into this other thing. Mm-hmm. I was a tenderfoot, and I know that, dude. Yeah, I true. can do that shit. So I'll, I would drink, but by day two, I'm getting fucked up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why not? Well, you got to put that water in something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So having to be all these bottles of liquor. Yeah. You gotta drink the liquor creep the water in. Now I do wonder how long it would take me to crack into a Diet Coke. Like cause you know mm-hmm. Diet Coke's gonna be there too. Yeah. Like I would probably like You're I get... get a bunch of those like tiny little cans. <laughs> so it's gonna be like, oh my god, I have so many, but also so little. Yeah. I think I would go about three hours of drinking water and be like, damn, I'm stranded on this island before I'm like, I get a Diet Coke. I need Diet Coke. Come on, man. Treat myself a little bit, dude. I'm out here with like fucking Whatever is on desert islands. You know... Coconuts or something. Coconuts. Shit. You could crack a Coke. Like, you know, when I think about it, um, not... I don't really want to do an escape room ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would if somebody invited me, I guess. <laughs> Never been invited to an escape room, but... <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to go there on my own accord. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because um, I think it's kind of chuggy. What is chuggy? Chuggy is uh steadfastly becoming my favorite word ever i talked to you about it uh oh, yeah, about we a talked month about ago. It at the beach i think yeah we talked about it at the beach and we what also mentioned mean on the again? podcast chuggy is um basic millennial shit hmm. so like when you get an invitation to a wedding let's say <laughs> and it has that very specific font that we all know what i'm talking about that kind of like whimsical handwriting font that's on every wedding slash baby shower invitation yeah that's chuggy that's like stuff that like a very basic white girl in her late 20s and 30s would would use you got that too yeah (laughs) 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 so that's (laughs) chuggy so that's chuggy and um you know we talked about on the other episode and i didn't like that word because i am a curmudgeonly old man i guess and I, I was like, we already have the word basic. Why do we need another word for basic? Mm-hmm. And um, and then the other word we discussed was the chom choms, which was uh, another word for cringe, which I still dislike. I don't like that word at all because it doesn't expand upon the idea. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like the issues that I took with those two words, so I thought was that you can't just take the same concept, give it a different name and say you invented something. Yeah. But if you can figure out a new concept and come up with a slang word for that, that's cool. 
We as millennials did that with cringe. We came up with a word that was literally inexplicably missing from the English language, which is embarrassment for another person slash secondhand embarrassment. We gave it a word that's cringe. We ran with it. Millennials then came along and was like, yo, that's, that's fucking stupid, bro. Let's call it chom choms. No, let's not. <laughs> let's just not. But well, it wasn't millennials. It was like zillennials or whatever. Zillennials right? did that. Generation yeah. Z. Yeah, they came up with chom choms, but they also came up with chuggy because they noticed with us, our generation, that millennials, uh, basic ass millennials, do basic ass shit like liking IPAs, chuggy. You know, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like that's a chuggy dude thing. You know, yeah. it um, just sounds so weird. Fantasy football is kind of chuggy, I think. Yeah, um, I just, agree with like it being a like analog to basic, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, at the same time, it's the same thing as chom chom, man. Well, the the and difference I dislike that even more. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> I don't even want to say that again on this podcast. I can't believe it came out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that gave me the chom choms, bro. <laughs> but chuggy, the only thing I don't like about the word at this point is the way it's spelled. It's spelled. C H E U G Y. I was under the. How did you think it was going to be spelled? If you had to guess, like C H O O G Y or G I E. Yeah, I was thinking C H O O G I, because that's like a Gen Z way of spelling something. But they spelled it C H E U G Y, which is like kind of chuggy. Like the way they spelled chuggy is chuggy to me because it's like pretentious. Hmm. It's like why would you like? Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like it at all. I don't like it. I hate this. <laughs> this this sucks, dude. Having a podcast might be chuggy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh, that's what we were talking about. Escape rooms. I think that that is um, like hatchet throwing might be chuggy. I'm just thinking of like stuff that's just like you see people our age do for fun, mm-hmm. where it's like, wow, you guys have really run out of stuff to do huh yeah yeah you're doing this kind of shit no no shade to escape rooms again this is all just coming from a place i've never been invited to one but um <laughs> if you really want me to have a good time um i say let's get stranded on a fucking island for a week dude because that would be a fun adventure i think yeah, a week cool. isn't long enough to die is it like give me water yeah as long as we have like water and the potential to get food yeah potential coconuts yeah. crabs dude there's fish in the water yeah. dude you can't tell me that after Probably like forage for some like greens on the island there might be some you know native vegetables yeah or i can't even grow a beard on the mainland or... but i feel like after three days on an island i have that like big ass mountain man beard oh yeah so if anything i'd like to do that <laughs> but uh you know i i just think that would be a more <laughs> is it because we get stranded on the old beach <laughs> <laughs> yeah did you see that movie ever no oh no <laughs> i just saw like the you know twitter shit on it yeah but uh i think that would be that's something that um would be interesting to do and again yes i think that um at a certain point like especially if you know you're coming back you know the worst part of being stranded is not the being stranded part it's the not knowing if you're gonna get found part mm-hmm. if somebody drops you off and says dude we're coming back in a week we promise yeah. or your money back you yeah, get all your money like, back on this yeah, island. Yeah, you're chilling. Yeah, you're just like, all right. I could, in theory, just sit here, drink water, and stay out of the sun for a week and lose some weight. Yeah. And get picked up, you know? Yeah, yeah. Not the ideal vacation. Not necessarily suggesting like a honeymoon, but like that would be cool to me, you know? Yeah. More fun than an escape room. Escape the island. Like if you haven't, you could escape the island. 
mm-hmm. which I guess, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to escape the island, but if I knew I was only there for a week, that would relieve so much stress that, like, it would be fun to just, like, fuck around and be like, let me see if I can, like, build a little hut or something, or let me see if I can, like, yeah. you know, make some tools, see what's mm-hmm. around. I would fire um, going all that shit without being like fuck 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 yeah how am yeah. I gonna like do I gotta fucking set up SOS rocks or build a boat or fucking like figure out how to turn my watch into a radio or something <laughs> yeah, like, like that's the kind of shit I would be doing like there's such different different like priorities if you know you're gonna get found versus if you don't first of all if your plane goes down in the middle of the ocean and you're just in a commercial airliner you're getting found yeah you're gonna be found you're gonna be found within probably a couple days Cause how the fuck would they lose a plane? Mm. You know what I mean? Even though apparently, like, I don't know. I feel like well, every every three years a plane a gets fucking shot. Malaysian airline. Yeah, like, I'm Malaysian. Goes missing. I was gonna say Malaysian. Why is it always them? It's dude? always them for some. Do you guys reason? not have radios? Like Jesus Christ. I have no fucking clue. But like, yeah, if you get stranded, and you know you're getting picked up. I'm not sitting there trying to figure out like you know how to contact. You don't that that goes out the window. Yeah, yeah. All it is is just like, dude, find like a dope ass cave maybe. Mm-hmm. Caves? Caves are cool. Now, what I wouldn't want to do is get stranded in. I'd want a like, weapon first before I went in a cave. Yeah, yeah. Or at yeah. least a torch or something. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, on those islands, I don't feel like they have massive predators. They don't have massive predators, but like, I don't know, it might be full Bats of snakes and or something. Snakes. Yeah. 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 Or another guy that got stranded there like you. <laughs> <laughs> another guy. Yeah. He's like, oh, they got you with the old, we're coming back in a week trick. <laughs> I've been here for eight days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving up all hope. It's like, no, dude, your calendar's wrong. No, dude, you just you missed the boat yesterday. <laughs> the boat that dropped me off. They were waiting for you for hours. Yeah, dude, you were blacked out on the fucking ship cargo. <laughs> Jameson bottles. Jameson minis. <laughs> I mean, that's an important thing. You know, when you talk about like keeping your wherewithal, you get stranded. First thing I'm gonna tell you to do as a survivalist expert, start keeping time. Mm. Build a sundial. Why? I don't really have a good reason for that. But definitely grounded. know how many days it's been. For sure. You know? I think just like, I think the importance of like a sundial or I think even more so than like a, you know, calendar or whatever is like just like a consistency almost of like, all right, when the, when the sun's up, I at least know what the fuck time it is. I can like be like, all right, it's been like 12 hours. I should definitely crack into one of the waters, like mm-hmm. getting a little dehydrated. Yeah, yeah. And fucking like forty-eight. If I can't find anything to eat, I fucking you know whatever. You can plan shit out more if you know what time it is. Yeah, and you really didn't know. You know, looking back before we had clocks, like you really didn't need to know exactly what time it is. You know, like there was no such thing as like four thirty in. 1490 you know was there might have been why would there have been because it's like because like okay like let's say you worked on a farm in the year 60 a.d Mm -hmm. you work on a farm how are you late to work when there's no clock or anything like that they probably just say like show up at sun up you know what i mean so you show up the sun's up and you're like i'm here there's no like dude you're three minutes late What the fuck is a minute, dude? Yeah, roosters. That's important. Mm -hmm. Roosters are, but I don't roosters call like randomly throughout the day. Yeah, (laughs) but like my rooster was late, dude. (laughs) They do it in the morning too. So yeah, 
I guess once you're like out of REM sleep, if you hear that, you'll wake up maybe. I would hate if my rooster was like 20 minutes fast. You also can't <laughs> snooze a rooster. Oh, you can snooze a rooster. <laughs> it's not waking back up. Knock him out for 10 minutes. <laughs> That's why they made the alarm. <laughs> <laughs> Called back 15 minutes. Oh, my God. <laughs> my rooster would have hated me. I hit the snooze button like seven times. Yeah, sorry, I'm late to work. My my rooster died when I snoozed it a little too hard. <laughs> <laughs> I always think about that shit. Like we think of things so concretely in the in the realm of numerical time. Animals don't like. 4.30 doesn't exist, dude. Like, a bird doesn't know what 4.30 is. A bird does know what sunup is, though. Mm. A bird knows what sundown is. He knows that when the sun comes up, you go down, there's going to be dew, which means there's going to be worms, blah, 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 blah. He's not thinking, oh, it's 6.32. Time to start my day. Time to start my day, you know? He might. Or maybe that's why birds are chirping at, like, 2 a.m. lately, dude. They've just lost track of everything. Mm. You know, you ever hear a bird chirping at, like, 3 a.m.? You're like, get a watch. Get a fucking watch, you know? Do you think that's why they call it snooze, though? Because back in the day, you'd put that bird to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, dude. Exactly. I don't know. I, I think about that stuff a lot because even, like, with a war, you know, like, when you see, like, a movie and you watch, like, a war movie mm -hmm. and then, like, do they do they coordinate what time to start fighting? Like, do they go up and be like, all right, it's enough for today. Yeah. So you got, like, it's getting dark out. Everybody's missing their shots anyway. And then you go back, and then, like, you're like, I'll see you here at uh, 8 a.m. sharp. We're going to start killing each other again. Because that yeah. has to actually be what they like, did. Yeah, there weren't, like, guerrilla tactics yet. It was all, like, pretty formal. Like, fucking didn't, I think, like, World War One wasn't that the last war where, like, they celebrated Christmas, <laughs> like, like the two like warring, you know, mm -hmm. branches or whatever, like yeah. shared Christmas together, which is wild. Yeah, that's insane. But also to think beautiful. About. You know, it's beautiful. I just think about that a lot in terms of like you see, you always hear about wars, but you never really hear about like how it actually works. You know, the fact that they literally agreed to certain things and like they were like, all right, dude, like. 8 a.m., does that work for you? And he's like, nah, come on, man. 8 a.m., yeah. that's uh, early as fuck, dude. Everyone Can you do, like, line nine? up. All right, ready? I'm going to set the. I'm gonna say go. <laughs> everyone, get your guns up. All right, you guys ready? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's also crazy to think they had, like, drummer boys, too, and shit. Mm -hmm. Like, they would just, like, put on a fucking, like, soundtrack to just shoot at people. It does get you pumped, though, dude. It's crazy. I mean, they understood that, like... Like, when you hear a drum beating, dude, it just, like, you're like, ooh. It's like listening to pump-up music, dude. Yeah. It's like if we were rolling into well, war. it's like pump-up music, but then also, like, it gets you in, like, a pattern, and you can all, like, kind of, you know, march on the beat and mm -hmm. all be in sync, and yeah. that just looks sick, too. And did people shoot the drummer boy? Did he have the same privileges <laughs> as the medic? He caught a couple strays, dude. <laughs> like, because I know the medics, they kind of, like, nobody shoots the medics, right? That was like a so. thing for war. Yeah. Because the medic is supposed to help everybody, mm -hmm. you know, um, which I think is another honorable thing. Like, there's a lot of honor in war Yeah, that I don't think uh, there is these days, you know? We just do I mean, war differently. I think World War II kind of ruined that when fucking... Uh, I was going to say World War II was the last honorable war. No. Really? 
I mean, like, at least from what I've seen in, like, movies and shit about World War, you know, like, in Glorious Bastards, when, like, they, like, just execute those, like, German soldiers that they found straggling behind, that like, the main... I don't know, but I saw it in a movie. It did happen it in a movie. It might have. Yeah, it could have happened. It's inspired by true events. Is Brad Pitt alive in 1939? I don't know. <laughs> could have been. It was that scene where it's like the guy saw this guy he knew from back home, but mm-hmm. he was German, but he was, he like left America to join Germany in the fight. Here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. You have to be in one war in American history. Which war are you picking? You're a soldier in one of the wars. Hmm. Only in American history? Fuck it. Any war. All right, I only know American Let's history. Let's go American history first. <laughs> I was trying to save you here. I didn't want to open it up worldwide and watch you flail. <laughs> I think um I think just from being from Baltimore, obviously like being at like the Fort McHenry. War of eighteen twelve. Yeah. War of eighteen twelve, good war. Um bad name. Yeah. I don't like the name because it was more than just that year. And, you know, I like wars with names. Yeah. World I'd only want to be Civil War at Normandy if I was one of the German dudes up top of the hill. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz then that'd be easy. But uh yeah, I wouldn't want to be storming that beach. That'd be fucking scary as shit. Okay, so let's go back in time here. The first mm-hmm. wars ever fought in human civilization. Um Sticks and stones, dude. Sticks I think, and stones. Yeah. I think the biggest, like, original war was probably, like, the Crusades, though, right? No. No, 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 no. Like, on a global, or not global, but, like... The Crusades were what? Like, 1,200, 600? They were for yeah. a while. But, like, what about, like, the Trojan War, fucking yeah, Romans, and shit like that? Alexander like, the Great. Yeah. Those were... Okay, those are pretty crazy. I would say, so you got different periods of war. You have the the um, the Stone Age. Mm-hmm. You know, we're fighting with rocks, like rocks tied to sticks as spears. Then you get to the Iron Age, Bronze Age, whatever you want to call it. Just two different ages, but you know, it's metal. It hurts more. It's more effective. Mm-hmm. That might be my least favorite one to go into because that's the ones where you're. Like, when you're in, like, a tribal war in the Stone Age, it's, like, you and your tribe and then the other tribe. Yeah, it's just kind of, like, brute force at that point. I almost feel like it's almost one, barely one step above a fist fight at that point. Mm -hmm. It's, like, a fist fight with sticks and stones. It's, like, dude, how effective, like, your rock just fell off. (laughs) I mean, like, that's a war I could see myself in. I was just, like, that's, like, a big brawl. Like, you know, you see, like, soccer hooligans do that. Mm -hmm. You know, that one would be kind of cool if I had to pick. Um... Then you do got, I know what I know going into that war? What do you know? I could build a bow and arrow. They probably don't have that shit. I'd just fucking sit back and... Boing, 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 somebody's going to catch on, dude. Somebody's going to be like, what is this guy doing? You show up to the war with a bow and arrow. <laughs> it's not like you show up with a fucking Gatling gun. Like no, They're going to invent I'm a bow a sniper, and arrow. dude. I'm I way think, off in the back. I think to keep this fair... You gotta, you gotta, uh, this is where the amnesia comes. Yeah, you gotta have amnesia, dude. You gotta have no idea why you're there. You don't even know what water is, and you are fighting for your country. You don't even know what your country is. No, you just have to be, you have to be the same technological level as whatever the rest of the guys around you are. So, like, if you're fighting in the the Greek Roman wars, you can't roll up with the fucking 
Uzi. Yeah, I didn't, you know, you're not going to make an Uzi back then, but I feel like making a bow and arrow is realistic. Yeah, but one that's good, I don't know. I, think I feel so. like if I made a bow and arrow, I could maybe get to seminary from here, like like 50 yards, and that would take me like a long time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I would say that, because it, it's so lopsided, because it's like back then, like they would catch prisoners and like boil them alive and shit, like Genghis Khan and shit. It's yeah. like the risk reward is like, sure, like maybe their weapons aren't as effective, but if they get my ass, they're going to like skin me alive and feed me to hyenas yeah they're not doing that shit Fuck now that. really i mean they might be somewhere somewhere on the planet they're still doing that shit but like i would say the golden age of war was probably the fucking like 1600s 1700s uh, 1800s like revolutionary war mm-hmm. i think if i had to pick a war to be in that's the war i would be in a because dope cause i like the idea of a revolution you know more so than a civil war. Civil war would be tough for me. Yeah, it's a little uh, little much. Fighting people from my own country, like, it's like, you know, me and my friend just uh, just don't like... We're in Maryland, too. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just say we're the same people, same place. Maryland was a bad place to be there because we were divided. You know, half of the people were like, bro, I'm fighting for the South. Mm-hmm. The other half were like, bro, I'm fighting for the North. So it's like, my own fucking friend could be shooting at me. I don't want to do that. Fuck yeah. that. Revolutionary War, you're fighting the fucking British, dude. I'll fight British people. You know what I mean? Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, fight them, you know? And the guns sucked, you know? Like, you shoot, and it's like That'd be hard, though, like, because that's also a brutal one, too. Even though you're not getting fucking, like, tortured or whatever, you get shot by, like, a musket in your stomach, you're just gonna... You can't be saved by that, and you're just gonna die, like, a painful death. Yeah, and then they, like, saw off your leg. (laughs) Yeah, like... like, I was shot in the stomach! Christ's sake! We thought this would... We thought the blood that was pouring out of your stomach, it would now go to your leg... So then we could figure out what's going on in your stomach. But <laughs> we were gonna try to stop the bleeding in your stomach by wrapping your leg around it as a tourniquet, which would then cut off blood flow to your other leg. But also we realized this, this leg's not long enough. We gotta cut the other one off. <laughs> and then tie your two legs together. And then you're fucking bobbling around with a leg belt, and then you still die. <laughs> Talking about a revolution. Nah, dude. I, I'm still going revolutionary war, dude. Uh, not the Vietnam War. Yeah, not that. Fuck that, dude. I was watching, well, no, I was talking to you guys about... That's also like, it's like, it would be a hard one to go back to and be like, oh yeah, like I feel good about this. <laughs> like, yeah. in the Revolutionary War, at least you can be like, this like led to our independence and, you know led to me being able to time travel back to this war to yeah, fight in yeah, it. Yeah. So fuck the British. But <laughs> it, if you go to fucking like, you know, if you're doing like Black Hawk Down simulation or whatever, it's like, I'm not feeling good about this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's why they got, I mean, they got rid, it is crazy to think that um, how how recently the draft was still in effect. Yeah. Like it was like during the Vietnam Dude, War. Thank God we aged out of that. <sighs> yeah, we're no, I don't think we are. We can't get drafted anymore, baby. Dude, in Greece you can get drafted up until you're 40. <laughs> yeah, but that's cuz it's a small island. Yeah. They need as many people as they can get. In Greece, I could get drafted. <laughs> the minute you go back to Greece, you're getting drafted. <laughs> well, they still, I mean, they still like, you know, they require Do one They try to recruit you ever? 
No, the Greeks okay. have not. Um, apparently, <laughs> that's a, reached out. apparently that's a big thing with um Jews though. Is that when they they go on this birthright yeah. trip? That's like kind of the whole purpose. Well, that's not the whole purpose of birthright, but like, yeah, they like part of birthright. So I've heard. I'm not Jewish, by the way, but so I've heard. So he said through the grapevine is uh, they have like sexy ass IDF like women like soldiers like kind of lead some of the groups nice so then you'll be like holy shit i want to bang jewish women yeah you know to create more jewish people how do i do that join the idf yeah <laughs> what does the idf stand for uh israeli defense force okay see i didn't i was talking to uh a, the guy who drummed with me on labor day sunday his name's Kevin, and he is Jewish. Mm-hmm. And he was talking to this other girl at the horse where we were playing who also is Jewish. And then if there's one thing I know about Jewish people our age that just met each other. Mm-hmm. One of the first three questions is going to be, have you done birthright? It's mm-hmm. a big question for them. And I didn't know exactly what that was. I just knew that like a lot of people like in their early 20s just go to Israel. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that it was like a all expense paid for trip. Yeah. That you just go to your local synagogue and you're like, I'd like a ticket to Israel, please. I didn't know that. Yeah, it is. It's kind of a nice it's supposed to, it's kind of supposed to be like a uh, you know, spiritual revelation, but also at the same time like, you know, keep keep the keep the train rolling. Now need more Jewish people apparently. Yeah, he said it was like a like a just a giant like hookup fest kind of type thing, and um, everything about it sounds fun. I guess is what I'm getting at. Like everything about it sounds fun. I don't mind if there's some hot Israeli woman soldier trying to get me to join the Jewish army. <laughs> I'm not joining. There's plenty of hot women everywhere that are trying to get people to do everything. You know, you know, it's like. There's a hot woman trying to get me to subscribe to her OnlyFans. And that's $3 a month. And yeah. I'm not even doing that. I might not even die. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to die. It's just $3 a month that I won't do that principle. I'm certainly not joining the army of a country that I don't live in to fight for... I'm not doing that, dude. Yeah. But I will go for birthright. That sounds fun. And I wish that Greece did that. But Greece... Yeah, that would be sick. Greece isn't debt. <laughs> we Greece are in couldn't de- afford it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they are certainly not offering all expense paid trips to Greece. <laughs> but I would do that. That'd be fun. That'd be fun, dude. Those that's little things like that that sometimes, you know, every now and then I hear something about another culture. I'm like, that sounds dope. I wish I wish I was Jewish for that. Oh, Just yeah. that, you know. I wish I was Jewish for the free trip. Yeah. And if anything, that sounds pretty Jewish. <laughs> that is Jewish. <laughs> Maybe I'm close. <laughs> <laughs> Your birthright is a good deal. <laughs> oh, man. Jeez. Uh, I mean, it's so... I have some notes on my phone of just things that, like, so many things. So many things, dude. I went to Florida again. Oh, yeah. Get this shit ready. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, Hell yes. I was doing the fishing trip stuff again. Um, This time doing saltwater fishing. And, uh, you know, two were down. We were on the last guy we were filming. It was the day before we left. Um, And we're, like, down by, like, Cape Canaveral, I guess. And we start, 
like fishing, we're chilling out, we're doing our thing. All of a sudden, let me pull up the video. So I'm on like this handheld gimbal. Just pulled a fish out of the water. Whoa, fuck, bro. Oh my god. No fucking way. <laughs> so let me play that again. Um, run it back. Look run under back. The, the bush. Oh, oh shit. I see it. Bro. Holy yeah. shit. How far did he run? Uh, how far did it run? Yeah, like how far did the gator chase you? It or did got he stop to the it? shore and it didn't get out of the water. But that shit was like 10 to 12 feet long. Doesn't that fucking piss you off that the first trip you went down to Florida, the guy said you don't have to worry about the gators? Yeah, that's exactly what me and Joey kept saying. <laughs> you know that's bullshit. That's so bullshit. Don't worry about the dinosaurs in the water. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about the thing with just a mile of teeth in their mouth in the water. <laughs> Dude, I cannot stand that, like... There's just things in life that people say that sound true because, like, um, God, what the fuck conversation were you having the other day? Oh, Lucas on Monday night, we're watching a football game, and he goes, what's the highest, what's the most selling beer in the United States? And uh, Dom and I are sitting there, and we're drinking Bud Light at this time, right? We're drinking Bud Light. And we're sitting there. On the there, NFL game. NFL is brought to you by Bud, Bud Light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The highest selling beer in America. <laughs> Just in case anybody was wondering. He had a muted for commercials. <laughs> so we're watching it. And he asked that question. And nobody says anything. Dom and I, Dom goes like. Speechless. Yeah, speechless. Dom's like, uh, Heineken. I don't know. Because when somebody asks you a question like that, there's the obvious answer. The answer that sounds the most true because it makes the most sense. Mm -hmm. But then usually whenever somebody asks you a question like that, the real answer is going to be something you didn't expect. Like, for instance, what's the biggest drinking night of the year? Most people would say New Year's Eve. And I still to this day believe they're right. But apparently it's Thanksgiving Eve. Now, that's a yeah. good question. But that's also not really a holiday. That's kind of like a, a fake new holiday. Well, no, they just said what's the biggest drinking, drinking night of okay, the year. Okay. So the night before Thanksgiving is that apparently that's what I've heard. Now, that's a good question to ask because... So I've heard. So I've heard. <laughs> it's not immediately what your go-to answer would be. You're going to get like four down the list before you get to Thanksgiving Eve. The answer to the big best-selling beer in the United States is Bud Light. And so nobody said that answer because it seemed too easy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And there's certain facts that people say where they'll say like, Oh, did you know that like, uh, you know, or, or I remember one time in Melting Pot, I was working there and one of the employees is like, just completely separate conversation. Uh, they were like, oh, well, yeah, did you know cold water actually boils faster than hot water? And I was like, it's one of those things that you hear and you're mm -hmm. like, hmm, that's an interesting fact. But then you think about it and you're like, wait a second, then why do we put hot water in our pots before we bring them out to the table to boil it? And they were like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and then I was like, exactly. Holy shit. I can't believe I was fell for that because it's yeah. not true. But they just believe that. I think it's also a thing, too, where, like, for the most part, you shouldn't do that because it comes from, like, your water heater and it might have just been, like, sitting in there a while. Mm. So, like, it might be, like, you know. I could see that. 
old or dirty or yeah, something. Yeah, I could see that. But also you're boiling it, so it's like, you know, whatever. Regardless, um, the reason I brought any of that up is because going back to this gator thing, I hate that shit where people say something that like sounds interesting and could be true, like, oh, them gators are more afraid of you than you are of them. No, they're not. There's no fucking way that that fucking brainless dinosaur yeah, is dude. more scared of me. than. Do you know how scared I am of that? Can you say that objectively, that I am less scared of him? Do you know how fearful I am of this alligator? I'm terrified. I'm fucking terrified. I don't think you can feel that much. Yeah. Let me tell you something. If, there's a, if, if I'm on the shore and I see a gator rolling up, I'm not going to start chasing him. Yeah. But well, if, that's the thing too. Like you don't see them until they want you to see them. Yeah, and if I was afraid of me, I wouldn't want you to see me. Much like if I saw a gator, yeah. I wouldn't want him to see me. I would get out of his way. If he started fishing near where I was chilling, yeah, I'd be like, I should chill somewhere else. Well, so at the same time that that happened, I was like on that steady cam thing. So that's why, like, you hear my voice so well because the camera's like right in front of me. <laughs> but um, Joey had the drone up and uh like you see the alligator i think it was going for the fish he was pulling in but then once like the fish is gone he literally just like locks his head on me (laughs) as i'm like running away (laughs) but it doesn't get out of the water thank fucking god now here can you outrun a gator what's their top speed i have no idea but here's the thing so as we were walking down that path the guy we were fishing with was like, oh, yeah, like, this was actually closed down. It just, like, opened back up because, like, I don't know, maybe, like, three, four months ago, uh, someone got bit by a gator. And we're like, oh, shit. Like, I hope we see a gator. (laughs) (laughs) And then right that spot we're at, like, in the video, right when we're walking down the path to that spot, I see there are two different lakes, like, and there is that little strip we were walking in, and there was like this little like path that you. It looked like someone had just like drag drug a body like across the from one lake to the other like hundreds of times, and there's just like this path like you know sanded into the mud, and we're like, oh shit, that's like how gators get back and forth through the A lake. Gator trail. Gator trail. And then yeah, that should happen. So that like. Dude. Adrenaline out the wazoo, but then fucking... Uh, they can run, I just looked it up, 20 miles per hour. Holy shit. Is that faster than a person? I think Usain Bolt pulled 28, and I'm going to venture to say yeah, that... Yeah, I might not. I'm not pulling 28. <laughs> I'm not pulling 28. Holy shit. I'm going to venture to say that uh, if a gator is running after me, that is a deadlock race. I don't see my... I think that a human being has more... How much stamina does a gator have, though? Humans, here's here's the thing about humans. Mm-hmm. We have... We've survived by running. Yeah, we are actually one of the more... We have some of the most stamina of any animal. That's, like, how we did it. That's why we don't have impressively high speeds or impressively uh, uh, strength for our size. Like, like, you think about how much stronger animals that weigh our weight are than us. Like, you and I are both, like, around 200 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um Find an animal that's 200 six, pounds. 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, yeah. Find know. an animal that's 6'4". Us. <laughs> us. Us. We're animals. We're animals, baby. Anybody over 6'4 is a fucking animal. We fucking bench 460. <laughs> Find an animal that's our size that couldn't completely kick our ass. 
There are animals that are like 60 pounds that would give us a run for our money. That gator definitely did not weigh as much as you guys. Actually, might have been 12 feet long. Yeah, that gator was probably like 700 pounds. Oh, my God. Yeah, they're heavy as fuck. (sighs) 12 feet long, dude. That is bigger than a basketball hoop. For anybody listening, that means if you stood that gator on its tail, its nose would come up not to the rim, but to the top of the backboard of a basketball hoop. And it's running as fast as you. Yeah. And it's apparently scared of you for some reason. Oh, it was terrified. It was terrified. Terrified the way it fucking lunged through the water and popped out on us and opened its fucking mouth. He was running from you in the wrong direction. Dude, I didn't... I, like, never realized... Because, like, you know, I've never seen a gator in person, obviously. Like, that close up. Um, Yeah, I might not have ever seen one myself. I saw, like, the inside of its mouth from, like, (laughs) you know, probably, like, 10, 12 feet away. Or, I don't know, probably 20 feet away, I guess. Uh Uh-huh. I was, like, decently far away. The guy... The Fisher guy was definitely closer, like... um, But I don't think I was paying attention to him. And, uh... Dude, it looked like watermelon, like the ripest watermelon red on the inside of its mouth with just like a bunch of fucking teeth in there. It was crazy looking. Dude, that is like, like, it's a fun story, but then when you really put yourself in that situation, it's like, the amount of danger you were legitimately in is insane. Like, that could have gone yeah. so bad. The entire time after that happened, I just kept thinking, like, oh, yeah, I understand why everyone has guns in Florida. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude, yeah. And apparently the guy was like, yeah, like, um, I'm surprised we didn't see a wild boar. They're down here a bunch, too. I was like, oh, my God, I didn't even think about that. Dude, wild <laughs> like, boars? They're scary. They're mean too. Wild yeah. boars. Let me tell you something. There's one thing that rings true. They're wild. Wild boars. They're wild. Yeah. And they they're just look n- fucking wild. Definitely not more scared of you than you are of them. Wild boars aren't scared of anything, dude. They're like, they're a pig, dude. Yeah, a regular pig will eat anything. Turn that boy wild. <laughs> He's eating anything, dude. Literally anything. Pigs are crazy. They're like a weird... I watched a whole documentary on fucking boars the other night. (laughs) What a coincidence. What a coincidence. (laughs) (laughs) The amount of of conversation we have... I watched a documentary on that this morning. (laughs) I mean, it makes sense. You're always YouTube docking. I'm always YouTube docking, dude. We almost watched a Laurie Beth Denver documentary earlier today by accident. Not to be confused with... <laughs> Never mind, I'm not going to say a joke. Not going to say a joke. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, wait, what about boars? Oh, they're just fucking... Like, I don't understand them. There's nothing like them in, like, the animal kingdom. They're, like, a completely different, like, family of animals. They're, like, the only living relative of themselves. Like, obviously, we're all interconnected at some point down the evolutionary chain, but... They are like pretty much like every other thing. And I could be completely wrong in this. Probably am. 
Because mm-hmm. um, my documentary retention rate is not the best, but my documentary attention rate is great. Um, they just like all their other like close relatives died off, and they're like the only very much like bears. Bears are like the only thing that are like them. Well, I just think it's crazy that like if like a pig just you put a pig in the wild, it'll like turn feral and like start growing hair and growing out its tusks and shit. Like, is that what happens, or is it the reverse of that? I find it that they didn't we get pigs with hair and tusks and then put them in a farm and they just became like little corkscrew tail little babies. Well, the thing about boars um, in America is they're not native. So they're like a different, like, I forget if they're like an Asian boar or like from, I forget where they're from. Mm-hmm. But basically like a fucking rich dude was like, I want to hunt boars. Let me just bring a bunch of these boys over. Mm. And then also I'm going to get bored of that slash die. And now they're Boring. just like <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> They have no natural predator. They just fucking run wild. I do find it like I I I can believe that now I'm thinking about it because like they say like you know like you 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 take like a wild cat and you just domesticate it and over a couple generations it'll start growing those like weird like calico spots and stuff and like it is weird how animals change in captivity mm-hmm. like they they just lose certain traits and it's weird how quickly that happens like you would yeah. think well, that think about like a goldfish even like, yeah they're it, fucking they carp, just dude. grow to the size of whatever they're in yeah you ever count a carp like in a lake dude they're mm-hmm. fucking huge yeah, they're just, disgusting they're yeah. the worst tasting fish so my dad tells me <laughs> i've never tasted a carp before but, but yeah, it is big big old goldfish do you think that if we were wild we'd have anything different going on like do you think if if you and i were born feral mm-hmm. would we be like hairier maybe like i think we'd probably be smaller honestly because like we're, we're like smaller yeah we'd be hunting and catching food all the time dude like we're not fucking going to burger king well also like think about um you know i don't even know if this is like and i've seen like heard people talk about this but in vietnam like uh you know their national average height is lower than uh or not vietnam fucking north korea Mm -hmm. um they should be kind of like the same as south korea but like because they're like nutrient deficient and like there's food scarcity and all that other shit like their average height is so much lower than south korea yeah so like yeah we might be smaller we might fucking be fucking super tan (laughs) because they're always in the nude yeah dude um Super hairy, probably. Probably hairy. Yeah. I wonder what we are fucking. What would we do with our like fingernails and toenails and shit? Bite them. Bite them. I guess. I'd bite them. Maybe the, like I wear them down on shit that we're doing. As a non-wild human being, I've I bit my to- my nails for a while. You know, you mean your toenails. I did when I was younger. Bite my toenails. Yeah. Very monkeyish of me, <laughs> but I did do that. I actually I bit my nails. I bit my fingernails. Because uh, toenails, another interesting fact, which may or may not be true, but it sounds right. Toenails grow three times slower than fingernails. I would be saying I that... I kind of noticed that. I'd be willing to say to my personal experience, it might be even slower than that. Yeah. I can really relax on cutting my toenails. Well, you know, I do let them grow a little too long. Yeah, because like, nobody cares. Yeah. 
No, but you never see them. Yeah. That's the thing. Maybe they don't grow slower, but you just don't see them as much as fingernails, so you don't notice it. Our toenail tolerance is higher. Yeah. I think I probably cut my toenails once a month, maybe. Really? Yeah, I don't really have. I mean, look at my I'd toenails. Say right maybe now. like once every two months for me. Oh yeah, my, I mean, now I'm thinking about it, it, might be less. Maybe once well, every. Well, you wear months. sandals a lot. Yeah, so I gotta, you know, it's bad enough that my feet are super hairy, and then you had long fucking toe claws to that. It's just not good. <laughs> um, but fingernails, I do about once, honestly, like once every six days. Fingernails, yeah. they get fucking. Like once a week, once a week and a half. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I didn't stop biting my fingernails until I was like 21, you know? And honestly, I don't know why I stopped. <laughs> like, it worked. Yeah. I mean, it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, you can do it, but probably don't do it in public. Oh, yeah, I used to do it in public. Keep it to yourself. A lot of times I would do like the fingernail clean where I like, like, you know, sometimes you get, like, dirt on your fingernails. Like, everybody does that, right? Yeah. Does everybody do this? You, you fucking take your, it's like, between your two teeth and yeah, just... Yeah, and just spit it out. Yeah. Yeah. You know? One thing I never did, gross habit... I don't habit. do that anymore because of COVID, but... Oh, you don't do that anymore? Yeah. You just accept the dirt? I'll just, you know, my little nail clipper has a little tool where you just fucking scrape it out. Mm. One thing I never did is... um. Pick my nose and eat it. Mm. Ever once, I'm a big nose guy. I try not to pick my nose anymore. COVID helped me not do that too, mm-hmm. but I'm definitely a big. Because uh, also, like, I like, I still do this. Is fucking, I just like go up and pinch a couple nose hairs and pluck them out to try to prune it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, dude. I can't. I need a little new. Every like nose hair trimmer thing I get, they break after like they two suck. months. Yeah. yeah, I got one recently too, and they aren't good. Know what I have though now? I I haven't used it in a while, but I should do it again soon. I bought this like nose hair waxing kit, mm. where like you melt the wax and then like put it on this little plug, and you just put it up your nose, let it uh, you know harden, and then just yoink it all out at once. It fucking it clears you out, and it like you know obviously it hurts a little bit. Because you're pulling all those hairs out. But, like, you breathe so much easier. It's crazy. I'm going to do that. And I'm going to tell you that I'm I'm going to do that with immense fear. Because I have this thought. And I know it's not realistic. Yeah. Just don't make it too hot, you know. It's not that. Hmm. It's that. I'm afraid the wax is going to be too strong, and then I just rip the entire inside of my nose out. <laughs> like, oh no! I sometimes like when I picture waxing my nose, I just picture like my nose going inside out. Ugh. That's why I. I know that's not what will happen. I know I'm not going to pull my face out of my face. I don't <laughs> know, maybe. But I'm going to do it because my nose hair in my in my late twenties. We're both twenty nine now. We can both talk mm-hmm. in the same level. It's always weird. Exactly. You know, in that August yeah, that September branch where it's like I'm more mature than you, but now <laughs> we're on the same level. I'm back in the conversation. You're now. back in the conversation. I don't have to talk down <laughs> to you anymore. <laughs> but um nose hair becomes a problem as you get older. Like I'll be at nose the gym. Nose hair is crazy. And I'll like see like just a nose hair just like kind of peeking out. And I'm like, this was never an issue in my life ever. And now it is, and like, I I'm not good at the pluck, 
and and then I and then by the time I get like I notice at the gym because a gym is really just a room of mirrors. Yeah. Really? Um so you can't help but notice every flaw about yourself, <laughs> which is a good idea for a gym. And but then I forget by the time I get home, so I never wind up doing anything unless it's like brutal. But um yeah, I think the waxing kit is the way to go. I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna do that. Cause a nose trimmer, like like you said, it always fucking breaks and shit like that. Yeah. But um And also half the time, like after you like do it the first time. The first time is the, when it works the best. And then, like, after, like, two or three more times with one of those nose trimmers, like, your nose hair, like, clogs it up so much, it, like, barely cuts anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I wonder if that's why... I've noticed that, like... So, you said you're a big nose guy. I'm a big nose guy myself. Um, <laughs> something of a nose... You about it earlier. I'm not capping. I said I don't eat them, dude. <laughs> I didn't say I don't pick my nose. I love picking my nose, dude. It's like, um, I mean, I don't love it, but like, it's one of my favorite hygienic things to do. Mm-hmm. Like, number one, Q-tip in the ear. Got to go Q-tip in the ear. I don't care how many commercials, how many public service announcements you want to make about how cleaning your ears out with a Q-tip is actually bad because it pushes it down your ear. Even if you and I even watched one that was like, even if you think you have a good technique, which mm-hmm. I'm, I was annoyed that they said that because I did think that. <laughs> like whenever I watch those documentaries, I'm like, they just don't know how to do it. I know how to do it. <laughs> I go around and then I circle in. So I'm never just pushing. I circle in <laughs> and then I fucking circle out. So I it's do like, that too. and they were like, nope, it just does this. It's like, yeah, but the alternative is having greasy ass ears, dude. Mm-hmm. Fuck that, dude. There's nothing worse. Then having a waxy ear, dude. When you just like can just feel it and then you put your finger in there and you're like, Yeah. What the fuck, dude? I no, really thank wanna, you. Um, Why do they make Q tips? There's apparently like the nose waxing. Apparently there's like those ear candles. You like put it in your ear and like light the middle and then like wax from the outside will drip down into your ear. And then you just like pull it out and it pulls out like a fuck ton of earwax. But I'm scared to do that because I feel like it would hurt because it's like hot wax. I now want to do that too because that sounds not right up my alley. (laughs) It's right up my alley, baby. (laughs) At my front door. (laughs) We're talking. We're talking ear candles. We're talking Jimmy Selesky. Come in. (laughs) I'm doing it before. We're mixing it up. I'm mixing it in, baby. Orange Jade, baby. Orange with the orange. Ooh. You caught me in the act of doing this. I didn't even bring it up on the podcast because you, you ran up on me at 7-Eleven, dude. <laughs> you fucking ran up on me. I was like, damn, all right. Well, I fucked up because I already drank my sun kiss. All of it? Yeah. Oh, I haven't shit. even cracked the Gatorade. I guess you're just going to have to take my word for it when I say it's... Okay. <laughs> it's okay. It tastes kind of the, no different. That means it's working, I think. Mm-hmm. What were we fucking talking about? Ear candles? Yeah, ear candles. Those things, yeah, I want to do that because um, it sometimes does bug me a little bit that there's so much shit in my body that could not be in my body you know Mm -hmm. like when they do those like commercials where the people put the shit on like their nose 
Yeah. And then they like peel it off and like it, I do those too. Like like one of those like charcoal face masks. You do those? You like, yeah, I've done them before. They feel so good. Do you ever see like fucking crazy off. shit on it when you peel it off? I think like I think the first time I did it, it was like crazy, but like it's like twenty eight years. Was, of, yeah, it was like yeah, twenty seven years of just straight up not doing anything about it. But uh, it's not that crazy anymore. But mm. I did one a couple of weeks ago, and it still had like you basically pull it off, and it since it's black, you see all the little white heads. Like it just looks like a weird like grass of white heads. Uh, it's fucking disgusting. Yeah, but it bugs me out that that's all in my face right now. Or blackheads, I guess. Like if you or could just like, underneath. like remove like there's like just tons of shit in my face. There's well, yeah, t- you'll see it like you know you'll take the mask off. You'll see like your eye hole cut out, your um mouth cut out, or whatever, and you'll see like yeah a big spot on your nose of all those little like white heads or black heads, um some up kind of like on the top of your nose by your eyebrows, and then like I get them like up under my uh eyelids like upper cheek area uh-huh and uh yeah it's just interesting to be able to see like okay that's like the hot spots i guess that's where like i touch the most mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. the nose is the worst um you know did you did you have bad acne in high school um not really but now i have fucking like dermatitis which sucks where i'll get just like fucking dandruff on my face basically really yeah it's gross i never noticed yeah i try to keep it in check how do you keep it in check you fucking just rub lotion on yeah like if it like gets bad i have like lotion i can put on it but like for the most part it's just like you know showering regularly and trying to not be stressed (laughs) yeah yeah speaking of hygienic things least favorite thing is showering i don't like it at all it's boring. It's fucking boring. It's Showering so is boring. boring. Like, I try to, like, so much of my life I spend trying to figure out, like, ways to make showering more fun. Yeah. You if, know, like, if I could watch YouTube in the shower, I'd shower, like, two times a day, probably. Dude, um, you know, because the last great invention you had was when you were 12 and realized you could jerk off in the shower. Yeah. But now I've been doing that for, like, 17 years at this point, so it's like, okay, now... Yeah, but now it sucks because it's like I could be jerking off anywhere, like, anywhere, and watching porn or something. Yeah, well, you know, now that you mentioned, and it, not be just wet. Yeah, why am I so wet? <laughs> yeah, jerking off, like dude. accidentally get shampoo in the tip of your dick. Yeah, shower jerking off is about as underwhelming as shower sex is a lot of times. But um, the TV screen in the bath in the in the bathtub is a. Uh, I'm surprised more people don't have that. Yeah. Like it's not it would it's it seems almost obvious. You know, like why wouldn't you just have a TV screen right under your shower head, waterproof yeah. obviously. Obviously. With like fucking waterproof speakers like built into the wall. Dude, I would be so much cleaner if that was the case. <laughs> like the amount of time that I spend watching YouTube. Yeah, if you could just put on a dock in the yeah. shower. <laughs> like dude, my water bill would skyrocket. Yeah. For you'd be, sure. You'd be pruney every day. <laughs> That would be a downside. That would be a major downside. I would be pruny, dude. If all of my TV time was spent underwater, I would be one pruny motherfucker. Did Jimmy sleep in a pool? <laughs> that is a major comment. Yeah, I try to come up with different ways. Um, but like, I mean, with brushing your teeth, though, it's like 
Nothing can make that. That's my second least favorite. Um, showering is my least favorite. And then brushing your teeth. And brushing your teeth takes less time. But you can't really. The way I brush my teeth, I brush it very hard. Mm-hmm. Like very hard. And um, anybody who's ever seen me brushing my teeth knows knows what I'm talking yeah, about. Violent. I go hard. Because I only do it once a day. So I got to make it count. But you, I do it so hard that even if I am listening to something, I can't hear it. You can't wash, you can't watch anything, and like there's nothing, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. Like the most fun thing I've thought of is just leaving the water on. <laughs> That's the most fun you can have while brushing your teeth. And even then, like I remember when I was dating my ex, she would get mad at me for leaving the water on while I brush my teeth. I was like, this is all I have. <laughs> can you imagine the desperate spot I am in right now where the most fun thing I can do is waste water? <laughs> yeah, let's break this down. What's the fun part? <laughs> Wasting water, watching it, or like seeing it go down the drain? I guess it's kind of like it makes a... It makes a noise. Like, it makes like, a noise. It's like there's something moving. There's something moving. It's like, yeah. I guess when you really get down to it, it's not that there's anything necessarily fun about it, but it's <laughs> that the... <laughs> surprisingly. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's more so how not fun it is when you don't have the water on. Because then... <laughs> <laughs> like because that's really boring that's really boring so like you know you know the only thing that would make this night better is that the water was on <laughs> <laughs> to me it's like taking a shower and like you know when you go to like um like when i was a kid our, my dad we had like a very small like kind of like boat that you could kind of like there was like a little like galley in it and stuff you could like sleep on a little pool out bed and stuff mm-hmm. and they had like a little mini shower but like the water is all on board so like when you're taking a shower on a boat you don't just turn it on and just fucking just go ham for 10 minutes while the water's on you have to like turn it on soap up turn it you know turn it on turn it off soap up then turn it back on rinse off mm-hmm. so it's like that to me is like what it's like when you're in when you're brushing your teeth and you turn the water off each time it's it's not doesn't feel right to me you know like i don't know if you've ever done that if anybody here at listening has ever taken a shower where you can't just leave the water on the whole time for whatever reason it sucks dude you're just in there just like soaping up in like a room by yourself yeah and the sound of the water normally kind of like puts you in a different mode i guess so i don't know and you know if it's warm like if it's warm it feels good like and it's like constant Mm -hmm. like uh if you just get wet and then you're just like in the cold air that sucks Mm -hmm. and you're just like cold lathering up being like god damn it i can't wait to fucking rinse this off and Mm -hmm. get warm again Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. a shower is a very pleasant experience it should be a shower is pretty much just like kind of meditation but uh we just don't like it we just don't like it (laughs) we just don't like it i don't like to be with my thoughts like the amount i do shower like i'm not saying i want credit for it but i (laughs) i do feel like like i do deserve to give myself credit for the fact that it is something that i thoroughly don't enjoy um but that i do anyway like i was thinking that today when i was in the shower i was like wow you know like 
I really didn't want to do this. Mm-hmm. But I'm in here doing it. I made myself do it because I'm an adult, you know? Whereas when I was younger, my mom would have to yell at me to take a shower. Sometimes when I was like really young, I would go into the shower, turn it on in the bathroom, and then come out and never had gotten the shower because I hated it so much. Mm-hmm. And then my mom would be like, you're not even wet. I'd be like, no, I just dry it off. And like, you didn't take a shower. I'm like, and my dad would be like, why did you go through all the effort of pretending to take a shower? Like you <laughs> stood in there for the same amount of time. You walked in the bathroom, you turned the shower on, you stood outside of the shower, and now you think you're smart because now you got your hair wet, so that would make us think you got in the shower, but you didn't take a shower. But you spent more time pretending to take a shower than you would have taken a shower. (laughs) And (laughs) they didn't understand (laughs) how much. (laughs) I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, did you ever do that with brushing your teeth? No. Just turn the water on and <laughs> sit there? <laughs> no, I tell you what, man. If there's one thing... I think there's something with you and just turning water on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just wasting it. If there's one thing that I do not ever do, if I can avoid it, and sometimes it's unavoidable, <laughs> it is uh, brushing my teeth. I have I have to I have to brush my teeth because my if I wake up and walk out in the world with morning breath oh yeah I just don't feel right I um I also like do I like doing it before bed a little bit before in the morning yeah most most sane healthy adults do that as well I like just most of the time I just do a little mouthwash in the morning really if my teeth don't like feel too fucked up because I like brush my teeth pretty well before I go to bed yeah I mean I guess if you brush your teeth before you go to bed. Why you got to do it in the morning, you know? Yeah. Um, completely unreal. I'm trying to think of stuff that happened. I went to, I went to parking court this week or Ooh. last week. One of the major upsides of living in Towson where I do is I'm literally across the street or like two blocks away from the courthouse. So I walked to parking court, which is cool. Nice. And I had a fucking suit because we went to that wedding. So I Hell went in a yeah. tailored suit to parking court. For a $50 ticket. Nice. From July 2020. A year and three months old at this point almost. Mm-hmm. Or a year and two months old. And uh, I thought like it wasn't really like the situation was I remember this is before I had my um, garage pass for my building. Because the first two years I lived in my apartment building with my brother he got the free parking pass, and then if we wanted another parking spot in the garage, it was $50 a month. And I was just like, fuck it, you know, I'll just park on the fucking neighborhood street like four blocks away. And I did that for two years. And looking back, I cannot believe I did that for two years. Um, but so this particular time of year, July 2020, that street was under construction, so I parked at a different street. Um and it was like, a, it's a neighborhood, there's always parking, it's like one more block away from where I used to park, so it was like fine, but it was an hour limit, it was like a three hour limit. So, I was good about it for like, you know, if I got my car before basically like 11am, I was good. Mm-hmm. Which for me, still took some effort. But like, this one day I did and I walked to get a haircut, I walked to my car from the haircut place, saw there was a ticket on my car, and I contested and I appealed it and I said, look, you know... Here's my situation. I live over here. There's 
always in excess of parking. I wasn't taking up any spots. Nobody's ever ticketed this. I've parked here for years, blah, 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 blah. And then it went away, and then it came back as a court case. So I went to parking court. I show up, and I talk to the woman at the front desk, um, and I was like, hey, I'm here for a parking thing. This is 8 in the morning or 9 in the morning. And she's like, oh. I was like, what courtroom I am? She's like, oh, parking cases don't start until 11 a.m. <laughs> and I was like, are you sure? Because it said that my case is at 9 a.m. And they were like, yeah, I'm sure. And I was like, going back to previous episodes, never trust those people because yeah. they don't know what the fuck they're doing. If you go through life assuming that someone, because of the position or the title that they have, is competent at their job, you will get fucked every time, mm-hmm. or at least most of the time. Trust yourself, and that goes for everything. Small picture things, big picture things. Anyway, I took that into heart, and I went to the courtroom anyway. Sure enough, my name is called 30 minutes later at 9.30 a.m. for the case. Thank God I don't listen to them. So I'm the last person on the docket. I go up. I explain my situation. And he's like, I told him the whole thing. He's like, you realize that's not a defense, right? (laughs) And I was like, oh, yeah, I I understand that. I just figured, you know, I'd show up and just explain myself. And he was like, okay, I'm going to waive the ticket and (laughs) just pay the court fee. (laughs) (laughs) How much is the court fee? 20 bucks. So I saved like 30 bucks. There you go. Yeah. Walked home and I was up the rest of the day. Are parking tickets like a point on your license no it's completely unnecessary dude i mean i when trust me i had just got done playing at riptide the night before i didn't get home until two in the morning and i had to wake up at eight in the morning to get ready for court Mm -hmm. and i didn't even get to sleep until like 3 30 and i just remember waking up at eight and being like you know if i could just if somebody came up to me right now and said for 50 dollars, i'll let you sleep for another three hours i'd pay it but i'm already too deep yeah. I've already Yeah, you're in a suit. I'm in a like I got to go now. I I I signed my fucking, you know, I made my bed now I'm not sleeping in it. And so, you know, I saved I wound up saving 30 bucks. Um then This is where karma gets you. <laughs> this is where karma gets you. So, that night I am recording a podcast for somebody and i get an email a mass email from uh atlas and they are having uh they had an opening somebody called out at one of their places one of the restaurants and so they're looking for a trio to cover that night now i had been trying to play at this particular place forever because it's like the it's fastly becoming like the number one place in fells to play kind of goes in cycles kind of like Towson does like one year rec room is the best next year it's like that and at, and this place is becoming like the place and i for whatever reason i could never get booked there i fucked up my chances three years ago when a different guy was booking he offered me a 150 dollar gig and i was like i can't do any less than 200 but let me know if you have anything open up for like a Sunday or a weekend, blah, 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 where I can do 150. I just can't do it on a Friday or Saturday, you know? Mm. And then he got pissed off and was like, no, nah, I'll pass. You'll learn when you're older. And I was, I've told that story on the podcast. And, and then, yeah. so he never booked me again. And I was like, okay, whatever, dude. So now this place has since been bought up by Atlas. So now I'm in with Atlas. So I get the, the look. And so I take the gig before asking if anybody in my band's available. Oh. 
Of course, Joe can do it. Yeah. You know. Um, but John can't do it because he is, he was actually supposed to play Firefly. He did play Firefly today. Nice. With this um, Peach Face. She's a, a local artist, Baltimore artist. And so he was actually on the main stage with um, Peach Face. And like he was like kind of like their drummer that they got to do it with them. Unfortunately, that gig was rained out. Mm. Um, but they still played via live stream, but like, you know, not the same. That's yeah. what I heard. So I think that was really disappointing for him. Man. Disappointing for me too, because he asked to borrow the snare that I have in the studio and the snare stand as a spare. Mm-hmm. And I was really hoping that I could say that that something in my studio made it to a festival to play, <laughs> you know? But uh even that didn't happen. Damn. Um, but anyway, so I take this gig, can't find a drummer. They're kind of desperate, so they're like, whatever, dude, just do the duo. So I show up with Joe playing this like big gig, tons of people, just me and him. Kind of need a drummer. Long story short, we made it work. It was a fun night. Now, uh, Liv came down with me. Mm-hmm. Second set, I walk outside. She's crying, right? And I'm like, what the hell is going on? She's like, nothing bad, but I just got kicked out. And I'm like, what the fuck did you get kicked out for? And she's like, well, you know, I was, I was on the phone with my friend in the bathroom uh, my friend called me like crying about like some guy or whatever. And I was just like sitting in the stall, just talking to her, like consoling her. And then like, next thing I know, like, you know, when I walked out, a bouncer was like, you got to get the fuck out of here or something like that. And I was like, oh man, they probably thought maybe you were doing like Coke or something like that. Or, mm. you know, it's just, I was like, you know, like you got to be aware, like when you're at a bar like this, like that's, they're always looking for that. You know, people go in the bathroom suspiciously for a long time. It's like, what the fuck yeah. are you doing in there? You know? Um, so anyway, Turns out that the bartender that I'm like cool with was the one who did it. Mm. And so I'm like, well, let me see if I can talk to him. So I go up and I'm like, dude, like, you know, she came down with me. I'm supposed to be here until 2 a.m. It's 11 p.m. right now. So what is she supposed to do for the next three hours? She can't go anywhere. Like, she wasn't even doing anything bad. And he was like, no, man, I had like multiple barbacks come in and tell me that she was on the toilet, on the phone, throwing up and taking a shit. (laughs) And I was like, I was like, in my mind, I was like, she better not have been taking a shit. (laughs) 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 But also, I was like, I was like, even if she was, she said she wasn't. Mm -hmm. She said she wasn't. But even if she was, is taking a shit not allowed (laughs) in a a bathroom? (laughs) Yo, you shitting in here? Yeah, that's the weirdest one. What is the, like, like, that to me kind of rubbed me the wrong, because I was like, you didn't have to include that. There's nothing wrong <laughs> with taking a shit in a bathroom. That's what it's for. If she was in the kitchen taking a shit, that's a problem. Bathroom taking a shit, pretty sure that's what it's there for. Now, throwing up, maybe. Yeah. Throwing up, maybe. But even that is like... If you throw up in a toilet... I understand if you throw up on the bar. I understand if you throw up on the floor outside. But if you have the wherewithal to like be like... I'm fucked up. Let me puke in this toilet. Let me puke in this toilet the and then walk place. out perfectly fine. But she didn't even do that. But even mm-hmm. I'm, I guess what I'm getting at is like even if she was, it's like none of these things strike me as kick-outable offenses, especially considering yeah. the circumstances that she's here alone. She came down with me, and now you're putting her out in the middle of Thames Street with nowhere to go, mm-hmm. you know, or she just has to like Uber home or something like that. It's fucking stupid. It sucks. So much to my dismay, he did not reconsider and kept her kicked out mm. now while this is all going on joe is by the stage trying to fight off a 
drunk people from like grabbing our guitars and like <laughs> like there's no stage at this place it's just oh like a floor God. and normally they like rope it off with those like bank lines or whatever yeah they didn't do that even that that's not even like a legitimate barrier but like even that it's like a psychological thing like oh maybe we shouldn't go back here yeah now yeah. Ab- they have they have their own fucking mixing board they have their own shit and then we have our thousands of dollars worth of shit too mm-hmm. and I see Joe, like, there's this fucking drunk girl, like, grabbing the microphone and, like, pretending to sing along to every song. And, like, these other bitches are fucking, like, up there trying to grab the guitar and take pictures with it and shit. Oh, my God. And it's, like, Joe's, like, trying to keep them all at bay, you know, while I'm dealing with this situation. And I come back and I see them dealing with that. I'm, like, okay, dude, I'm going to go get a bouncer. So I go up to the fucking bouncers. The bouncers don't work there. They're a privately hired security team because a lot of bars and fellas have been doing this lately because it's gotten worse crime-wise and stuff that... They are hiring like private security companies now. They're not just hiring like regular dudes to be bouncers. They're hiring yeah. like legitimate bouncers, you know, or some or so-called legitimate bouncers. And so I'm like, dude, you need to put a, a bouncer by the side door here and, and to watch the stage because I can't even walk away from the stage. People are fucking with all of our stuff, blah, blah, blah. There's two guys at the front door. There's no line at the door. There's a couple, one person walking up every now and then to get carded to come in. Two guys at the front door, nobody at the side door by the stage. I go, I need you guys to put a man by the stage because they're fucking with your stuff and all of our stuff. He goes, nah, man, I, we didn't have enough guys tonight. And I'm sitting there looking at the second guy mm-hmm. right there. Like, what is this guy doing? You guys had a guy by the bathroom <laughs> to kick out, you know, fucking live for for taking a shit apparently <laughs> but you didn't have a you can't put a guy by the side door or, or you know not even doesn't concern me at all but like people are able to walk in and out like if anybody if any person under the age of 21 or a person who had just been kicked out wanted to get back into the bar they could very easily walk in the side door which some people may or may not have done regardless <laughs> The complete just like didn't give a fuck. It's our problem. Jeez. It's the band's job to now fend off anybody who wants to fuck with your shit and our shit. And like, it's one thing when a bouncer pushes you away and tells you to stop. It's a different thing when an, a, another dude at the bar is because that's that's a fist fight waiting to happen. Yeah, you know, you fucking push a girl away from the mic stand. She gets tatty. <laughs> then a fucking dude, oh, what the fuck, you just fucking push my girl. And then now you're in a whole fucking altercation. You know, it's like, was it's, it that bad? It was that bad. How we go they to, weren't getting kicked out. Exactly. Exactly. So we start the third set. My floor monitor, my floor speaker that we used to hear ourselves isn't working. I twist it up. Of course, the fucking cord in the back had been snapped in half. Oh my God. From some fucking idiots fucking stepping on it and shit yeah, like yeah. that. So now my equipment is broken. Yeah. That's all going down. Needless to say, we crushed the show. And especially without a drummer, it was uh, noteworthy, I will say, for nice. anyone listening. Um, I go out back to smoke a much-needed cig after everything is over. And uh, I had earlier in the night given Dom my pack of matches to light mm. a cigarette. And uh, so I don't have anything to light a cig. So I see these guys over there in the middle of the pier. And I walk in the name. I got a light. Yeah, I got one. Reaching his pocket for no less than 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally just 30 seconds of silence while his boys are just standing there too. And he's just like, 
And I'm just standing there like, you know, this almost isn't worth it. <laughs> I could have rubbed two sticks together by this point. <laughs> um, get the get the light, cigarette lit. Walk back to the table where I'd left my phone and wallet and Miller Lite there. Go back. Phone and wallet's not there. Ooh. So Liv comes out and she's talking more about whatever. And I'm like, hold up. I asked this guy that was sitting at the table. I'm like, yo, did you see um, anybody grab a phone and wallet off this table? He's like... Nah, man, I, I just got here, man. Some like strung out, like white guy, long hair. He looked grunge. He looked like yeah. he could have been like the lead singer of Pearl Jam or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, he starts like running through his pockets, and I'm like, I wasn't accusing you. I mean, I kind of was, but like, I'm not like I trust you. Like, yeah. I I trust that you wouldn't still be sitting here. Yeah, yeah. If you stole my shit, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Um, so I'm like, Liv, can you call my phone? She calls my phone, and I'm thinking, like, there's no way anybody's going to pick it up. Like, somebody just stole my phone, my wallet. They're not picking up the fucking phone. Mm-hmm. Somebody picks up. <laughs> and I hear her on the phone, who's this? Not her saying who's this. The person who picked up my phone. <laughs> who's this? And she's like, wait. I'm like, wait, did somebody pick up? I'm like, grab me the phone. Grab me the phone. I'm talking to like, I'm like, yo, you have my phone? They're like, yeah, yeah, who's this? Who's this? Who's this? I'm like, dude, I think you have my phone. They're like, Oh shit, man! Is this? Oh shit! This is your phone, man. Oh damn! I ain't gonna lie. I I walked out. I saw a phone and wallet. I just grabbed it and like, oh shit! And they're like clearly fucked up. Yeah, yeah. And um, I'm like, all right, well, where are they? Like, yo, I'm on the corner. I'm a, I'm by Barconia. By Barconia. I'm like <laughs> Barcosina. Barcosina, bro. They're yeah, like, yeah. yeah, 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 Barconia. I'm like, all right, man. I'm gonna walk out to the pier and wave you down. So I wave him down. Walks up, strung out, even stronger you're out. White the guy, last guy, yeah. Wife beater, face tats, junkie, whole fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Got my phone in his hand. I'm like, all right, let me get. It. He's like, wait, this is your phone? I'm like, yeah, dude, it's my fucking phone. Let me grab it. Yeah. I'm like, you got the wallet? He's like, oh yeah, you know, man, I just grab. I'm not trying to make you have to get an ID and all that shit. Blah blah blah. blah. That's annoying. Now, important note here: I never carry cash in my wallet. Yeah. Ever. For this reason, exactly, I always carry cash for anybody who would like to mug me in the future in my left back pocket. Um, But this particular night, because there was no security provided by the venue, Mm -hmm. I had to, in between each set, take the money out of the tip jar, since no one was watching over the stage, Mm. and put that money in my pocket so I knew that that was my and Joe's tip money, and I put the $70 in cash that I came down with of my own in my wallet to keep mm-hmm. them separate. I get the wallet back. Of course, the $70 cash is not in the wallet. Yeah. So I'm looking at this guy. I'm like, where's the money in the wallet? He's like, oh, shit, man. I'm going to be honest. Like, I, I ain't no cash. I didn't see any cash in there, man. I just grabbed it. This is all I found, man. I, blah, blah, blah. Like, I just grabbed it with my roommate. And at the time, I'm sitting there going, I'm like, I know for a fact you have the cash in my wallet. And he's like, and I'm like, well, let me see your pockets. Now. And he like legitimately went through his shit for me. Which is crazy. So he's like going through his shit. I, mean, I feel like for me at that point, I probably would have been like, all right, I got my phone in my wallet back. I'm fucking just done. Well, that's pretty much the conclusion I got to because he empties out his pockets. There's nothing in there. Mm. Now at this point, I start thinking in the middle of this, Same thing you just said. I'm like, dude, what are the odds that some fucking junkie 
picks up my phone and wallet and happens to give it back. Yeah, and then walks <laughs> back to me with it and gives me back my shit for a minor cost of seventy dollars. Yeah, like you got me. Now looking back on it, his roommate was over there. I guarantee you, he gave the cash to his roommate before he walked up to me with the phone and wallet, so that he could be like, "I don't have cash," and I could yeah. be like, "Well, I can't prove that." You stole it then and not about to get in a fucking all-out brawl in the middle of Fell's Point over 70 bucks that you may or may not have actually taken. I have no proof of it. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? So I chalked it up to an L. Either that or my phone was so shitty <laughs> that a fucking homeless junkie picked it up and was like, yo, where the fuck are you? Come back and get this shit. Come back and get this shit. <laughs> Doesn't work shit. Yeah. So um, broken cord. $70 out of my wallet. Uh, overall, I would still say overall good experience at night. Because we because we did do well at the gig. But I just remember thinking like, it always comes back, you know? Like yeah. I saved $30 by going to court. And then I lost like $100 tonight. Yeah, you know, between the shit. court. And yeah, because, all because <laughs> you took a fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, night, I mean, just like, you know, 70 bucks is 70 bucks, but it was just like, like, like you said, the odds of, it was just a weird, like, I did not expect someone to pick that up. And, you know, looking back, I'm glad I have a shitty phone because in all reality, if I had a good phone, that mm. would not have happened. Yeah. If I had like the new iPhone, you think they're picking that up and giving it back to me? No. Nah. I had a shitty Droid S6 from 2015 and they walked back to me. Yeah, that dude probably had a better phone than you. Oh, he did. I saw his phone. <laughs> I saw his phone. And like, now I'm thinking like, damn, I'm glad I didn't get a new phone. You know, I'll get a new phone now and I'll be more responsible. I'll stop taking my phone a while and leaving it fucking everywhere. But I'm, I'm glad I that's the first time that's happened to you. Because you, you leave that shit out like it's nothing. Oh, yeah. Because I hate sitting in my wallet and my phone. And uh, came back to bite me in the ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, regardless, um, that was last Saturday. And then one more strange story for you I'll leave you with. I'm playing at the Annapolis Yacht Club last Saturday, the Saturday before last. Mm -hmm. And I got this gig from my agency. Um, So I didn't really know what the whole deal was. They just said, hey, would you like to play something? It's a private thing at Annapolis Yacht Club. So I'm like, sure, it's a duo. So I roll down with Joe. Uh, the gig's five to nine. And, you know, Annapolis is always further away than I think it is. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like an hour. Yeah. Uh, especially during that time of day. I was always like, oh, Annapolis is like 35 minutes. Nope, that's no, an hour. It's like right before the Bay Bridge, and that's usually like yeah. 50 minutes. But Annapolis, you get fucked by the traffic. Yeah, it's officially a bop. It's definitely a bop. So we get down there, we show up, and there's this um, empty room. We show up, and this guy named Josue is like, oh, yeah, you're the music? Okay, set up over here, blah, blah, blah. We set up in this empty room, and it's like this charity event for like lymphoma or something. Mm -hmm. And we set up at 5. We get started playing by 5. And we're playing in there. There's nobody there. And when I say nobody there, I mean there's no, not a person there. Mm -hmm. We're in an empty room playing to no one. And we get about 30 minutes into this gig, and people kept asking me weird questions like, oh, are you Jessica's fiance? Are you, are you Dave? Are you Dan? <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not 
who's Jessica? No, I'm just, I was hired by my agency to come play this event. They're like, oh, okay, well, you guys sound good. And then they like disappear and wouldn't be back for another like 20 minutes. And mm-hmm. we're just playing to nobody. Then I see this other guy roll up with a full band assembly. <laughs> and he's like, well, you, you guys, uh, we're like, he was like, oh shit. And his name was Dave. So he was Dave. He's Dave. He's Jessica's fiance. Mm. So he's like, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, are you sure you're playing the right place? Because this event doesn't start till eight. <laughs> and so Joe and I are sitting there after having been there for two hours in an empty room playing, playing to, to no, no one. one. <laughs> playing oh to God. no one. Nobody ever once thought before the other band showed up, why are these guys playing to no one? Yeah. Are we sure they're in the right place? Yeah, what the hell? Nobody thinks that. So, of course, we go and talk to the manager again. They're like, oh, dude, you're supposed to be at the activity center, which is actually across that bridge over there at the pool. I'm like, really, dude? Nobody here thought of that? You know, no, why I did you take me to this room then? <laughs> yeah, why did you take me here? I showed up, I said on the music, I was booked by my agent, like, whatever. So I have to get broken down completely again, mm-hmm. drive across this bridge, and set up at this pool place. At this point, it's like an hour and a half late. Yeah. You know, whatever. They understood. It was their fault. It really was their fault. Mm-hmm. And I was like... So it was the same place, right? It was the Annapolis Yacht Club, but it was like they have like the location on this side, and they have like an activity center, which is like a restaurant, bar, pool, thing like mm-hmm. that, on the other side of that drawbridge okay. in Annapolis. Who knows what I'm talking about? Before I leave over there, I'm talking to this woman, and she's like, oh, yeah, so where are you coming from? And I'm like, oh, I'm coming from Taos. She's like, oh, you know, my son uh, works up in Towson at that comedy club, Magoobies. I'm like, really? Who's your son? And I was like, wait a second. What did you say her last name was? She was like, Pennington. I was like, oh, is your son Matt Pennington? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, you know, weirdly enough, he records at my studio for the podcast. <laughs> you know, which is a weird thing because I, yeah. I go down to Annapolis for a random gig, set up in the wrong room and start playing at Matt Pennington's mom's charity event that starts three <laughs> hours later. <laughs> so I show up to the other thing. That part of the night is over with. And we're set up in this thing. There's like a bunch of people by, around the pool. We're set up by the pool. Nice place. Really beautiful. Um, and there's this like one family over there that's sitting there. And about like 30 minutes into that set, this it was a, a little boy like seven years old and a two-year-old girl and their two parents. I look over and for whatever reason, everyone but the two-year-old girl is gone from that like little lounge there set up by the pool. And it's just her. And so I watched this happen in real time where she just flips the fuck out and starts screaming blood curdlingly mm-hmm. for, I mean, loud, head turning. Everybody's looking. And this Eesh. girl is running around. Now, I'm mid-song with Joe playing. And this girl is screaming and running around. Everybody's just kind of looking like, oh, blah, blah. So it gets about 20 seconds. And I'm waiting. I'm looking around. And I'm waiting for like an adult to do something because I'm just a guy there playing music. Mm-hmm. These people are all in a country club together. You know, you think they know each other. They give a fuck about each other, whatever. Yeah. Nobody does anything. People are just looking up, just weird faces. That's a thing you do when a 40-year-old man is running around screaming. <laughs> yeah. You look up, you pretend you don't see it, you ignore it until it goes away. When a two-year-old girl is screaming like that, you figure out what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. So I stop mid-song. I'm like, just fucking stop. Hop off, go down and walk up to her. 
weird position to put me in. Because mm-hmm. again, nobody knows who I am. I'm a random guy from fucking Baltimore coming down to play music at your pool, not a member, whatever. And now I'm approaching this little girl being like, hey, and I guess because I saw that she was with her parents and now she wasn't, she can barely form a sentence. You know, yeah. she's, I'm like, are you looking for your mommy and daddy? She's like, and I'm trying to get her to like, trust me, you mm-hmm. know? And like, so I'm like, trying to coerce her and be like okay follow me blah, blah blah we'll go find your mommy and daddy blah 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 so she eventually does start following me again nobody's doing anything watching yeah. this whole thing nobody mm-hmm. does anything she starts following me i walk up to the lifeguard i'm like do you know where this girl's parents are uh, i think they were just right here i'm like yeah i know they were just right here and then you know i talked to a fucking hostess she's like let me go find and finally a fucking woman comes up and it's like oh my god are you looking for your parents blah, blah, blah. and i'm like okay thank god somebody's finally paying attention to the situation mm-hmm. and like of course, she finds him. Their parents are just over at the bar <laughs> with the other kid. And I'm like, you know, like, I'm not even going to yeah, delve Yeah, you in. guys, people head turning? Like, damn, what is our daughter doing now? Yeah, and you didn't get her? hear that? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Unreal. Jesus and also, Christ. like, it's a two-year-old. I don't know. I'm not even going to get into why I find that wrong. But what I really found the most wrong was just... We talked about it before on it just in general and on the podcast, of course, about human psychology and crowd psychology and how when moments like that happen, it's almost scary how this kind of group think just takes over everyone. Where no everyone is looking to everyone else to do something. Yeah. Nobody wants to be the person that, you know, makes a move that might make them stand out or something like that. And so everybody is just sitting there frozen, waiting for someone else to take charge. Yeah. And you see that I saw that shit happen on such a small scale on that day, but it really irked me on a bigger scale. Seeing that that is how so many things throughout history and that we experience in the world today operate on that same exact, you know, that same exact line of thinking. You know what I mean? You know what I'm getting at? Yeah, I think so. It just, it bugs me to see that these well-to-do, rich, you know, suppose, obviously you would think super smart, put-together people not one of them could bring themselves to put down their fucking lobster roll for a second <laughs> and figure out what the hell is going on because God forbid they're the one that has to do something in a crowd of people where everyone's waiting for someone else to do something. Everyone's waiting to be told what they're supposed to think about the situation. Everybody's waiting to be told what's going to happen next. Nobody understands the idea that, like we talked about with Archie before, that life we talk about improv comedy. We talk about shit like that and like sketches and stuff like that. Life is an improv. It's an improv. We're making it up as we go. If you see something like that happen, you could be the person that controls the destination of what happens next. But there's something in the human psyche in those situations that keeps people from doing it. Uh, you could call it fear. You could call it, I don't know what you want to call it, but... I don't know. I just saw that firsthand that day and it really, two weeks later, I I still get, I mean, I was furious at the time. 
mostly because of that specific situation. But as I had time to reflect on it and thinking about it in the bigger picture, it really does. It really, I don't know. It was like emblematic of, of a, a bigger thing, a bigger thing that bugs me about people. And that was all on full display. So, uh, I mean, that was a takeaway that I took from it. Um, and, uh, I don't know, again, I always go off these random stories and tangents with no real moral or solution to it. <laughs> but I mean, the only other thing to you know get from that is, just you're the good in the world, Jimmy. Well, you are the good in the world. Well, what I guess what I'm saying is, anybody can be the good in the world. <laughs> anybody can be the good in the world, and like. I guess, you know, we talked about this with, like, even, like, doing the stuff that we do, like, you know, dropping out of college, pursuing other things that weren't necessarily with the grain of what everybody was telling you you are supposed to do and stuff like that. And that takes that same type of courage, you know, to to be in a group psychology situation that we were at that age, to understand that everybody is just doing this thing because no one wants to take the chance of not doing that thing and being wrong. So they'd rather be right doing the wrong thing than they would whatever the opposite that would be. And uh, I guess what I'm getting at is, yes, in that situation, that wasn't meant to be like a me patting myself on the back for doing something good, <laughs> although I am. <laughs> but more importantly that I would like to see that and I would hope that you would see that in more people that they would that they would understand that you can do that too any single one of you guys could have done that any single one of you guys could have solved that situation faster the only reason that made me do it is because i remember picturing how scared i was when i was lost as a kid and just imagining every fucking second that i was playing that song longer that this girl is currently having the scariest moment of her life right yeah. now so it's, how long how long was she like you know at, before you acted at least 25 seconds okay which doesn't sound like a lot but it's a lot for a, a crowd stopping scene 25 straight seconds of just like holy shit you know mm -hmm. and she's like running out of the place into the parking lot and shit it's like she's gonna get like holy shit Jeez. um yeah it's crazy dude fucking do better you know do better I hate that saying but I don't know what else to say in that moment do better. Do better. <laughs> yeah. Some other... Uh, I, uh, I'll i tell you after the podcast. Coolio. Sounds um, swell. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I don't know. Birthday weekend was okay. Mm -hmm. It's pretty much chilled out mainly. Um, been fucking working a lot. That's yeah, it. I've noticed, dude. That's good though. That's good. Yeah, that's fucking good. Um, we got a potential development with the uh, with a little interview thing coming up. That could be cool. 
Oh, yeah. Um, don't want to go too far into the details. Cause, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's like... We should fill that out after this tonight. Yeah, we should. Yeah, we yeah. should. Um, but it's, you know, a, a magazine hit us up wanting to do a little... Uh, just kind of find out more of our, our story. And um, I guess if we fill out the questionnaire well enough and make it interesting enough that uh, it could lead to a real in-person interview, which could lead to an article, which would be cool. And uh, I don't know, it's just kind of random to uh, wake up and see that one morning because I was like, damn, you know, you just, especially like in the in the past um, month, you know, where uh, I guess for both of us, the podcast had kind of taken a back burner with how busy we've been with everything. Yeah. And, um, you know, you, you kind of like, you go in phases. I, I certainly go in phases in my life where I'm hyper-focused on the band and then other phases where I'm hyper-focused on the podcast. And, and whenever I'm hyper-focused on one of those things, I always feel like I'm lagging behind on the other. Yeah, And so sure. it's this constant cycle of like picking, oh shit, like, dude, you know, go back to this thing. Like I'm falling behind on this. We haven't put out a song in this long. And then I do that. Oh shit, we haven't recorded a podcast in two. It's like, you know. Um, but then watching... Uh, Watching the podcast itself just kind of accrue um, while it was like, it's like looking at your retirement account, at least for me when I was looking at the listens Mm -hmm. and like going back and like checking like every couple days and be like, how are we getting more listens every time I check this? Yeah. Like how, like to the point where it's like, you know, if people were like, oh, can't listen they didn't put out a new episode this week. I got to go back to the old one. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what it was, but like I'm sitting there looking. That was the only thing that kind of kept me feeling okay about like, okay, like we have 227 episodes that if people really wanted to fucking listen to us, there's content there. You yeah. know what I mean? So I was like, look, we'll just take some fucking time to, you know, do whatever we need to do and then come back to it. But like it was... uh you know, that and then having this random email, it's like, okay, just watching, just kind of kind of brought me back to being like, oh, yeah, we are doing oh, something. yeah, we do do a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> like, I just read an article about myself. <laughs> so I was like, oh, shit. No way. It's an interesting story. Yeah. But, um, so, uh, hope we'll see how that goes. We'll, yeah, Eric and I are going to work on that after that. the cast. But, uh, glad to be back. As two mutually 29-year-old men, baby. This is uh I think that's what we really needed. We just needed to be 29 together again. Yeah. I think there's a little tension this last month mm-hmm. when you turned 29. Yeah. I got a little jealous. You were a little jealous. I noticed that. And I think I think really when it gets down to it, I think we we had pretty much said everything that we had to say as, as 28 year olds. Yeah. There's nothing more I could offer to the world as a 28-year-old. Yeah. So now, you know. We're coming at you with a whole new year of <laughs> stuff to say. Oh <laughs> uh, fuck! I mean, that's a good time to go out. If any, you got anything coming up? Um, yes, I do. Actually, a uh, very busy month, as I mentioned. Um, we're looking at. Hold on, one second. My fucking iPad wants to be a bitch right now. Um, we're looking at this weekend. If you're listening, it's probably Friday, September 24th, in which case you can catch me tonight at Ampersee for my most Fridays slot there. I'll be there from 530 to 830 at Ampersee and Fells Point. And then tonight, 
Friday, September 24th. I will be at the horse you came in on for a Friday night gig with a drummer, Brandon Sturm, who has played there uh, a myriad of times, but never with me. We've never played together. So this will be cool. Um, and then uh, tomorrow, this, uh, Saturday, September 25th, I will be at the Point in Towson, 9 to 1, with John Burkhart, the drummer who I have played with before, coming fresh off his Firefly slot. So I'm sure he's going to be really stoked to walk off the main stage at Firefly and back up with me, baby, at the Point in Towson. Is that this, uh, this Saturday? Yeah, this coming Saturday. Hell yeah. And I then think Alex is talking about that. I'll, I might try to come to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you should. It'd be fun. Yeah. Um, and then, um, yeah, other than that, I mean, I play every Tuesday, or not every Tuesday, most Tuesdays at Perennial, including this coming Tuesday, September 28th, mm-hmm. Perennial in Towson, the all-new Perennial in Towson, 5 to 8.30, and every Wednesday night at the horse you came in on, every Wednesday night from 9.30 to last call. So, uh, yeah, check that out. Follow the band on Instagram at sophomoremd. Follow me on Instagram at Jimmy Seleski. Eric, what you got, dude? Fucking nothing, dude. But I, I don't think I have much travel uh, coming up soon, so we should be getting back to normal with the podcast. Hell yeah, dude. No so, more running uh, from gators. No more running from gators. I think, uh, you know, fishing season is might be a little over now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, just follow the podcast at LFTS Podcast all across the board. Uh, we're on, you know, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, everything, baby. Uh, at Eric Glazer on everything for when I rarely post shit. <laughs> you tweeted something the other day, didn't you? Like a week ago? I forget. I don't even know. You did. Eric tweets something like once every two months. So yeah. be on the lookout for that. <laughs> I probably just retweeted someone. <laughs> that might have been it, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Till next week, folks. Peace. Peace. I was in my